But do you know that last year there was about $80 billion spent in this country for coke, heroin, marijuana, maybe an equal amount spent on alcohol, cigarettes. It's scary. Every day in the port of Miami, they're picking up a billion dollars worth of cocaine. If I can get a child out of a wheelchair, I don't care where I get the money. So you big wheelers and dealers out there that are so high right about now anyhow, ain't gonna miss getting on a phone and saying, yeah, why not? I'm not condoning what you people do, but I sure as hell would love to share some of that loot with you. I was feeling like uh, a blessing in disguise. I went and had a pickle and some uh, Utz rippled classic style potato chips. I guess it's not classic, classic. but it's rippled. It's just classic salt and grease. What is the flavor? What is the what is the original flavor of potato chip? That's just potato flavor. It's just salt. salt it's just potato. salted, yeah. Like, yeah. and then whatever, whatever else is there, you know. Yeah. Well, so it's the rippled part. Does the ripple make it no longer a classic? It's original ripple. Ripple. It's an original ripple. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. These are uts. They. Uh, it's a thing we don't. We don't have. You know. It's the Midwest. You mostly just see. You know your lays and your your local your local brands and all of a sudden the Uts has moved into the region um and i've seen a lot more of those recently and you know it's a quality chip it's a quality chip yeah. a regional chip for me obviously right right I, I i knew it i knew it from the wife beater right <laughs> uh, yes. was it all that was his chip brand of choice usually right he went back and forth between Uts and hers i just i don't like hers when lays Hers, yeah, and then what usually I don't, I, I, I don't think I've ever had hers. That's with two R's. Yes. Yeah. Okay. The most wife beater uh, hers brand, though. Honestly, I've struggled to think of him using it. Is uh, the sour cream and onion that smells like balls? <laughs> that's the most balls. wife. That's the that's the CZW uh, flavor. <laughs> yeah, it just smells like balls. Yeah. Uh, all it's right. pretty good, but it's, it's like this is sweat. This this is sweat flavored somehow. Yeah, no, that's good. Like the secret, uh, you know, the, the the gummy. No, what are they? Jelly beans. This one tastes like CCW, and this one tastes like lemon. <laughs> yeah, fun little joke thing. It's from Harry Potter. Um, welcome to Wrestling is Gross. My name is Bucky. My name is Siobhan. Oh, it's good when you can hop on and it feels good. And it looks good. You fell asleep. That's okay. You fell asleep. I, uh, I, I did not. But I also told you, hey, I was, I'm going to be early today, and then I actually just ended up being ready at the original time, yeah. which, was, which was late. Oh boy, um, coming off of uh, a forced overtime shift, um, we've been like 
that's two weekends in a row now. Um, although I did get to miss an extra, I took some vacation days for Valentine's Day, but I, I, I missed an extra day, but it counted against me because I, I, I backed out of my, so I didn't leave the house from, <laughs> from Sunday to Tuesday. Um, and, and it <laughs> snowed a, a bit, a little bit. And I, uh, I didn't, I guess I didn't realize how much it had snowed and how much it had accumulated. The way that my driveway works, it's pretty slanted. It meets the street and the way other cars on our street park, some of them park on the street, right? Um, cause yeah. driveway real estate is fucking tough. It's not, you know, you don't come by that shit easily. Um, there's a lot of people who park in the street. And so what it ends up with is the plow that goes around that car and then just pushes whatever accumulated there ends up right in at the end, at the edge of my driveway. Yeah. It's cause just, it's like, you're, you're as a house owner, you're expected to fucking get rid of that yourself. Yeah. And I, I know that. Whatever. And I, and look, I've spent the last couple of days, I've broke my fucking back doing it. I've been, I've shoveled more in the last three days than I have in the last couple of years, probably. Um, and I know that a lot of people have probably experienced the same thing, but yeah, I just backed right into it and got stuck and, uh, my neighbor helped me out, but I couldn't get back in the garage. And by then I had already, uh, amassed like an hour tardy. And because of the rules of where I work, it's like, I can, I, I, I mean, I can, if I go in now, I'll get paid, but I'm going to get dinged the same way. Um, and I was like looking at my like, you know, bank account and shit. And I was just like, I'm just going to stay home. So I stayed home. Um, and then they made me come in an extra day anyways. <laughs> Well, you know, yeah, <laughs> the pay, the pay, the pay even evens out. So actually, better it, it works out in my favor because I got time and a half for last night. Um, yeah, but I'm, it's, I'm, the, it's the poor bastards who showed up on Tuesday. They're the ones who <laughs> I heard who not didn't benefit. I heard not a lot of people showed up on on Monday or Tuesday. Monday I had scheduled off, you know. Anyways, yeah. uh, you're working, and that's uh, it's tough to schedule a podcast when two people like work like full time jobs. And right? uh, we also, yeah, and we also work for companies who just, uh, we're just, the hours just ditch for shit at us. Well, see, love the thing. Shit at us. You are on a bad, you're on the, the classically bad. Mine is, a, mine is like huge and protected and it's supposed to be great. And, but then it's always like, but if they ever want you to stay, if they ever like, are like, yeah, you got to stay for like a sixth day, we'll pay you, but it doesn't matter. But your shit is like, you sent me a picture, a screenshot of your schedule and it was just like, oh man, I've have had that exact job um those exact and it already hours. and then it changed after that anyway yeah they, they fuck with you um yeah no it sucks it's all very bad um you doing all right up there yeah i don't know sometimes if i don't i don't have enough people so i don't feel like I, i'm like all right i uh I don't, I don't have enough time to like fix my own shit when i need to fix something really sure and i'm like which I'm like I'm the I'm fucking first year. I should probably have time to fix that shit because that shit's hard. But uh, we we don't we know we just don't have that many people. We have like six people and uh, yeah, well it's hard to are extremely part time. So okay, so you end up in situations like that with small teams where it's like if you're in a large team and you have a lot of people that you could be compared to, it's easier to fall in the middle. You know what I'm saying? And I always, I never want to go to the top, and I, I definitely want to stay away from the bottom. I want to fall right in the middle. Yeah. But the the smaller the staff is, the harder it's get, it is to get the fucking middle, you know, um, and maintain that. Yeah. So, yeah, I feel you. Um, but, you know, I'm glad you're doing it. That's good. Um, I am uh, I am worn out. I am delirious, um, stressed, and uh feeling a little bit guilty for I've I've only got one day off this week and I'm spending it talking on a fucking podcast with you. But hey, you're my buddy and, and I missed you. We haven't done one. And we had a no. good cause. We had a good reason. We have a good reason. Yeah. And it's also it's um 
it's short matches. Um, this was easy for me to watch, and I recommend anybody uh, who has any any vague interest in this and listening to this, you should definitely watch every one of these matches. Uh, so what we're doing today is uh, um, <laughs> a, a, a Coacalco Square Garden. It's Coliseo Coacalco, which is yes. a uh, I was going to say building. It's a it's not a building. It's a venue in Coacalco, uh, Mexico. And I'm going to look that up and see. Make sure yeah, it's. Coacalco is a, a large, a, quite quite a large city. Um, it's it lies just outside of Greater Mexico yes. City, as most. Of, <laughs> it seems like everything's right around there, as far as lucha goes, right? Um, yeah, yeah, it's either there or up in Monterrey. Yeah, or, but mostly or like Tijuana. It's like very yeah, yeah. Like the most most of the indie lucha that we end up paying attention to for um is centered in. Yeah, metropo- like, metropolitan areas. Yeah. Yeah, and I think and maybe it's just the footage that we get. Maybe I mean, you know, I'm sure there's good shit happening all over. Um, like it's like famously there's a lot of uh, stars from uh uh the Laguna regions, you know, mm-hmm. like the, and uh we never fucking see show. Yeah, that's like further down south, like closer to yeah. Um I, I think that there is, you know, there there that's the thing when we whenever we do lucha, uh we did that match from Argentina, it was like there's a whole another world happening down there of wrestling that we will never see. Um and all it was Argentina or was it Brazil? It was Brazil. Okay, that, that, from the eighties. The that yeah. had Mr. Argentina in it. It had Mr. Understand. Argentina in it. And he was the baby face. <laughs> yes. Yes. Like there was some Achilles. There, yeah, there was some ra- there was definitely some race stuff happening in that match. I, I hadn't actually thought about that match in a while. Well um, we've also had uh, the the uh Dick Togo uh tour uh match in Chile, you know. Oh, sure. There's stuff. There's stuff. There are scenes everywhere. But here uh Coacalco is it's just it's three hundred thousand people, so it's it, but it's basically like a big uh, a big suburb, not suburb, but a big you know it's a it's a municipality just outside of uh, of, of Mexico City, and um, it's a it's 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 an it's a Hoboken. Yes, yes, it's absolutely a Hoboken. Uh, Yo Latengo. That's in, that's those are Spanish words. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, sorry about that. <laughs> um, no, so it is uh, not necessarily – it doesn't have its own scene, but it has this one venue. And are, there's, there's other venues maybe in Coacalco, um, but it it's uh, primarily uh, – what is it? Shiro? Shiro Lucha, is that right? And uh, Lucha Memes, are these the main companies that, that run here? Um, there's well, – I'm sure there's others. Uh, P-R-O-L-L-M. Uh, it seems to have a lot of shows there. What's, I'm sorry, what's shows. that? Say that again. P-R-O-L-L-M. P-R-O-L-L-M. Libre Mundial, probably. I'm not sure. Can I get a clean read on P-R-O-L-L-M? Yeah, okay. I don't know that company. There's a lot of... There's a lot that doesn't make tape. Sure. Cameras should always be running. Yes. How is Cage Match for... Have you Have you looked up this venue on Cage Match to see... Oh, cagematch.com is for sale. That's Cage, really funny. Cagematch.net. That's fun, yeah. Who wants to buy it uh, for us? Oh, man. Only it's, us. It's really cool. It's, uh, it's, uh, you can call afternick.com at uh, plus one seven eight one three seven three six eight four seven or eight five five two zero one two two eight six. Click here for more details. So I'm going to click that, but then I'm also going to go. I'm going to open a new tab and go to cagematch.net. <laughs> And see if I can find this fucking building. Uh, I said building again. What is it? Explain it's a what... lot. It's Ex- a lot outside of a Toyota dealership. Coliseo Coacalco. Is that the it's... proper name? 
Arena Colosseo Arena Colosseo Colacalco. Arena Colosseo. We're going to do some pronunciations. More commonly now branded as Colacalco Square Garden. Yeah. Because as it has become a sort of uh, widely regarded center for uh, independent lucha libre. Yeah, and the type of matches you would have seen at the fucking garden. Like, it's like, it's big deal matches. Um, There's like stars, but they're more like promotional stars who, but they just like, and then there's guys who, like uh, Judas Altador, who uh, is like a legend of that. Yeah, who is that guy? I've seen him like three he's times. He's like an old trainer guy. He's pretty badass. Um, and his name is Judas the Traitor. Yes. Yeah, right. He's, and he's, what, he's like 55 or something, right? He's old Yeah, shit. he's got. He he got kids, uh, to, you know, paraphrase, uh, sure. you know, uh, sure. he, he slayed her, uh, he slayed her, hope you're doing well, but also, you, you should be fucking canceled, man. Yeah, what did he, what did he, well, let's not, let's it not, was like some, what are we doing, let's not do that. Let's not get into let's it. Let's not do that. I just, I just also, don't, I also think it, it's bad if he, like, died of, like, having, like, 75 hernias at once. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, You know? Sure. It's subtle. <laughs> you know, you're, it's true, you know, sure, I think. sure, sure. I think we're allowed to, uh, you know, how how do people even uh, improve themselves otherwise? Okay. <laughs> right, right, of course. We hold people accountable. <laughs> um, all right, so I got uh, Coliseo Coacalco in, in, uh, on the cage match, and it does look like Strig is on his shit, so leave your voicemails for Germany and let him know. Um, most of this stuff is on here. You got uh, a, a Pro Productiones A V E is a promotion that has some shows there, and then there's Prolm P R O L L M. Yeah, uh, which again pro, like so, <laughs> pro lucha libre. Is, what is it? What maestros? I'm not. Let's see here. Let's see. That's such a du- pro- profesionales de lucha libre mexicana. So just okay, literally just American wrestling company, <laughs> or you know, <laughs> just WCW. Yes. Um, that's cool. All right. Uh, so this is a, it's not a building. It is an awning, right? Yes. Would, would, would you call it an awning? I have it written down as a carport in one of these, but I know it's not a carport. It's just like, it's a series <laughs> of uh, awnings uh, on top, over uh, a good number of chairs. I, I think yeah. you could fit 250 people there probably. It's like a uh, barn. Next- it's like a roof of a barn without the sides. Yeah. Kind of what next, we're looking at here. And it's next to a Toyota dealership. We have seen them in, uh, enter the uh, parking yes. lot, which is dirt lot, of course, for That's certain right. certain <laughs> matches. The, Wait, uh, is the, of... the Toyota lot is also a dirt lot? Yeah, it's seemingly. Okay. Uh, just because I can remember – now, that could just be parking lot, but, you know, I remember uh, – the uh, six-man tag uh, main event of the Shalonga Mask anniversary show a yes. couple years ago with uh, and Votan and Defunto getting real fucking heated in, in the parking lot. And Is that guy Mr. Maldito in that match? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the Platino and Mr. Maldito <laughs> teaming with Votan. And then the other team yes, you had... Uh, Who could forget? <laughs> uh, Certainly not you. <laughs> and uh, the fucking... Who's the last guy? Uh, oh, Name the last oh, guy. Who's the last guy? Name him. The barefoot man. Bare, barefoot, barefoot motherfucker. Uh, he had the fucking. He has the goddamn gimmick of mm. being. Um, You're so close. Right, old up. alien man gimmick. Old, he's the, old alien. <laughs> You're just saying nonsense words. 
I am. What is this? Chilonga mask? All right, I'll find it. Anyways. Hidro uh, the Espectro Jr. There you go. Because I'm like, Espectro, because I remember, I remember the mi- the mini the minis more up. than Espectrito. I took my hat off and Classic I Classic matches. I believe all the Espectritos <laughs> are dead now, but very, that's how it goes. Very proud of you. You did it. You pulled it out. Uh, so... Yeah, Chilonga Mask is another one. Chilonga Mask is one of these matches from. I don't have dates or promotions for really, half these. Really, this is all Chilonga Mask and Lucha Mask are all are both under the uh, br- the uh, heading of uh, Danny this, Ledesma. Okay, the same as, dirty as, umbrella. Yes, they are. It's his uh, promotions. Uh, it's like an Chilonga umbrella, Mask but it's got holes is in most, it. Mostly now been retired for Lucha Mimas and and the. In Mexico, usually it's just used in America because I think people will see the name Lucha Memes and be like, Lucha Memes, no. yeah, yeah. But he no, did yeah. use, but the, but it was used for that weird show outside of Dallas that had fucking um, Mr. Mecha Wolf 450 and Fred Yehi versus Low Rider and fucking Blue Demon Jr. Uh, and a bunch of other, a, a a bunch of other weird matchups, uh, Tony Deppin and Ricky Marvin. Okay, that was that show that just happened. Low Rider, of course, uh, husband of, uh, of, uh, of Sadika. As I, yeah, as I Lo- learned from Mr. Iguana when I said that I wanted to uh, meet Sadika, and he said uh, she is Lowrider's Low Rider wife. Lowrider's not a bad looking man, but we don't know yeah, what sure. he's into. No, yeah, Mr. Iguana said he was scary. Mr. Iguana, friend of the show, uh, future guest. Oh, yeah, well, uh, Mr. Iguana, if I'm correct, has uh, thrown him off of a roof at sure. not uh, at a, at venues, a venue, you know, just doing a spot. So, Maybe at yeah, the I Coliseo. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, the I classic, back, yes. Yeah, so there's been so many classic matches here. If you've seen uh, indie wrestling, indie lucha matches, like clips or gifs or whoever whoever you follow, um, people they they have started to penetrate over the last three or four years. Let's get to the point here. They're going to close it down. We got to raise money. That's the big deal. Yes, we That's are. That's the point. Uh, we, Let's get to we it. We are not sure. <laughs> Fifteen minutes into this fucking episode, sure, but it's just pandemic bad. You know yeah. where it's extremely bad for yeah. your fucking. Lot outside a goddamn Toyota you're, dealership. Your live Run entertainment by, uh, venue, Professor Ju- Professor Justiero, Justicero. Like he's some old man. Like and he's like, the cool guy. Don't... He's the cool yeah. guy at the end of the uh, of the of the the Puestas match. Is he the guy who shows up and the old yeah. man? Okay, yeah, he's cool. I like that guy. Um, so this is all right. So it's charity. We'll make we'll put the link. Um, and I'll, I'm going to find it and just say the URL out loud. Uh, we should just make like a Bitly or something for them if they haven't got one already. But uh, Bitlies are great. You should always use link shorteners. Uh, it's great for. for... Oh, I was uh, I was a big tiny URL person back in the day, yeah, but sure. no, no, I just don't happen anymore. Sure, um, it's Donadora dot org, um, and then it's Campanas Lucha Libre Independiente. So it's a little too long for me to just spell out here. Um, but I will just go ahead and read it right quick. The campaign, this is translated by Google, so it's going to sound like shit. Um, it's not going to sound any worse than us trying to pronounce these fucking names, all right? Um, the campaign yeah. aims to, uh, to support several of those involved when there are functions at Coliseo, Coacalco, and reactivate the plaza to 100 when the pandemic passes. Seems nice enough. The goal is a fucking measly under $3,500. $3,425.56 after you know, conversion from what, however many pesos they, they had, had they put in as their goal. Um, there's eight days left in this campaign as of recording. I'm going to get this out Monday. So we'll have almost a full week right now. They're at 51%, $1,759 and 17 cents. Um, they've got your, your standard amounts. Um, you, you that they, I guess, trans, uh, translated from, or, you know, uh, converted from pesos and, 
Um, I think you can get whatever you want. Um, I have not yet given anything, uh, but I plan to. I'm hoping to push them over the edge right at the last minute. Um, Fucking hero call here. Yeah, yeah. So it's a great building. I said building again. It's not a building. <laughs> it's a, No, it's a building. You know why? Because the fucking warmth of the motherfuckers in, inside. Yeah, sure, sure. You are inside of a thing. There is a, I mean, there's a, there's a dog. You do go so inside. Many... You do go inside Arena Coliseo Coacalco. You certainly do have to go in to be in. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we know, yeah, I know, you know what I'm talking about. It's, it's, it's a great, it's a, it's a great fucking venue. It's just, yeah. it's, and it's, you know, it's, it's, it's too iconic. You got to save some things. Yeah, that's all right. So uh, there is a description here. I'm not going to read all of it, but uh, there's how will I use the money? So this is this is Donadora.org, which is like, you know, I guess GoFundMe for Mexico. Uh, I I would or, you know, Central America. I would have to assume this is maybe just the one they use because it's the one that's set up for fucking, you know, weird tax shit or whatever. I don't know. Um, Yeah. So this is translated, of course, by Google. how will, I, how will I use the money is like a bolded topic. And it says the funds raised will be used to give an aid to Professor Justice and used in Coliseo Coacalco to pay elements that will work in a fundraising, fundraising function and another part to save a fund that allows the reactivation of the arena when the pandemic allows it and be able to carry out other events that help to reactivate the sand community. I don't know what that means. Wrestling? I don't know. <laughs> the sand community. And lift it from the decline it has had due to the problems that COVID-19 brought to the holding of events. So there's a little thing called COVID-19, and I want to take you back a year ago, Siobhan. Do you remember about a year ago when we recorded our uh, French catch episode? <laughs> I'm not going to do that, no. When you, when you predicted that it was all... <laughs> Here's what I really predicted secretly, <laughs> that it's just gonna, it's just never going to leave. Technically, I was right. Yeah, no, you are right. That is absolutely right. I just was like, it'll be like the flu. It'll be you like know? the flu, it'll yeah. Just... And it, you it's know, just, it is in it, some in some way. It kind it's of going is. to end up being like the flu in just like in like twenty thirty seven. That's what it's going to mm-hmm. be like. It'll just be like, yeah, go get a shot for it, uh, or if, and if you don't, you might die. I'll tell you what, secretly, though. we don't actually know how many people the flu kills a year. <laughs> it could kill like a lot more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they, they yeah, don't even, don't, they, we have no clue. They don't it's even right. know how to count. Like <laughs> fucking. Um, no, I, I, um, shit. I was going to say uh, twenty thirty seven is. I'll go to. Coachella, um, would have landed. I, I was gonna, if it would if I would have like butted in, uh, like, hey, I'm gonna do a fucking joke now. You, <laughs> I thought about it, but you were, you sounded all right. I was gonna let you go. Um, the, it's a good, it's good, it's good, it's good cause. Uh, Daniel Ledesma is the holder of the, um, of of the of the GoFundMe type thing here. And um, do you know if he's is he a promoter? Is he one of the guys he behind? The, he's the promoter behind Shalanka Mask and Lucha Mims. So is this the guy that um, that uh, Micro the Main Man uh, was shitting on and saying, I'm not giving money to that fucking piece of shit on the fucking TL? Does Micro the Main Man just not like fucking watching good wrestling? What the fuck is wrong with that dude? Well, there's a lot wrong with that. The guy, he owns, but he's, he's insane. Yeah, he's great. Uh, he's a great poster. He's a great poster. Seems like a horrible person. <laughs> I think he's just, uh, I don't know, you know. Yeah. I, I just. It's about time I, we brought him up on this fucking show. <laughs> You know what? I mean, here's the thing. For me, if I, I'm not, I'm not getting, if I get scammed, I'm getting scammed out of any, as, as much as any promoter would scam me out of. If Ian Rotten was asking me for this money and, and I just had, it had a little bit of this fucking money because yeah. I got to get rid of some fucking money because Social Security income rules are stupid and insane <laughs> and draconian. Mm-hmm. And I'm mm-hmm. like, you know what? Fuck it. 
the save the house of hardcore in <laughs> Charleston, Indiana? Absolutely. Of course I'm. You know what? Fuck you. Ian will do something with that money. He'll he'll buy drugs. He will, he'll it. improve his oh, life, even care. if it is just a quick it fix. He, he gets a quick fix, and that probably made his day better, and that's one day better for Ian. That's one day that we're likely to have another fucking IWA show. And it's I, also I, like, because like, I'm thinking about, like, uh, of course, the 2300 Arena, the arena. Like, mm-hmm. there's that's in trouble of going on there. But also, you, like, I don't, that would take a lot of fucking money. A and B. It's also owned by some big Danny, company, right? Yeah, and it's like Danny Garcia should just buy it, like one of the like a Philly fighter. You Is know, Dan- wait, Danny Garcia, uh, the guy, the uh, ICW NHB guy. No, no, no okay, he, that's Daniel Garcia. That's yes, that's a different Buffalo. guy. That's that's not a Philly guy. Okay, all right. Yeah, a, who's Danny Garcia? I don't, I don't watch any of this shit. i don't want you to uh lightweight welterweight boxer uh he's, he's been he's had a really good career he's had a really great career he's won world titles and stuff like the he pride can buy of philly? That. is he the pride of philly absolutely yeah all right yeah no, you cool. can buy then, that for like 200 hey, cool probably me. if you really wanted <laughs> somebody could we should pitch it to him we should get in touch um so yes Fucking Court Bauer, if this man is our secret mysterious investor in uh, <laughs> w- 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 seven figures in sure. uh, in IWTV. Powerbomb.tv, yeah. which we don't know is true. but Should I bleep it knows? again? Or... Nah, fuck it. Because now it's floating around enough. Uh, yeah, also, I don't care, but I mean, yeah, it's a PCW thing. We're, we're done with that. Sure. We're not making fun of Brett for that right now, he even also, though you no, can always Brett... make fun of Brett for something. Yeah, but Brett, like, Brett Brett gave us two hours of Jordan Oliver, um, and we will talk about that. Uh, we love the white We 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 listen, just can't tell him listen. that. Well, I got to argue that to his face. I, I gotta, we got to get him on the show to tell him that. I can't just say it on the timeline; otherwise, he just doesn't understand what I mean. Sure, sure. On 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 the on the topic of the, the things Brett has done uh, that are good. Um, I have two matches selected for my birthday uh, canon, canon, and uh, I think I might just keep it to two or three because one of them is the two-hour Iron Man match. Jesus <laughs> Christ. That... <laughs> between Jordan Oliver and Tony Deppin. And do you want to know the other one? What is it? That's uh, really sick shit. It's my birthday, you know. It's going to be my birthday. This is some really sick shit. Does it involve Alley Cat? No. Worse. Uh, it's from NXT TakeOver, uh, Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Ciampa. <laughs> You're an animal. Because we—it's time to talk about where it switched, where we had to fucking remove all love for that kind of wrestling. Where do they fucking cross the line? It's gonna happen. Then, it's gonna fucking happen. I hope. <laughs> on, I on hope you, you change your mind. And then my last match will probably probably be something like horny or whatever. Um, so Coliseo Coacalco, you you selected two. I selected two. I suspect that the two I selected would have been two that you at least considered uh, absolutely the two, the two you picked i had not seen uh what, we're starting off with uh i don't have a date on this i'm just going to say the participants you say the date this is episode 52 of wrestling is gross is that right uh, is it... yeah okay i'm gonna check yeah. i'm gonna i'm gonna check it's demas first demas uh 316 or demas demas 316, Damn, the former Damian Cito uh, versus Iron Kid. And this is from... Of Los Comacazes del Air. Okay, if you say so. Um, from the Lucha Memes? Yes. Right? Uh, June 21st, 2017. 17, okay. Um, Alright, so... I'm gonna... I'm gonna on this laptop, not, it's not as much of a piece of shit to uh, have to fucking... Uh, have the... 
you know, just have yeah things happening. Yeah, yeah, I know. I feel like, you. I, have, I, feel like you. I don't need to go. Uh, also, because I can't fucking do it on my. Uh, no, it's tough. Nothing works. No, no, on no. My tech, tablet. Every piece of technology doesn't work for shit. It's the I, we live in hell. We live in fucking hell. Um, my charging port on my phone doesn't work. I'm charging it wirelessly with one of these dumb little wireless things, and it charges half as fast. Everything Ch- is hell. Electronics June are hell. June eighteenth, two thousand seventeen. Thank you, June. 18th. We have two different. Show, we have two different matches that are on the twenty first, though. So hey. Okay, all right. If you say so. I wrote down one date, and I don't even remember which. And it's probably wrong. Um, Damus is really starting to look like a troll here. People probably know Damus, Damus 316, Damus Trace, um from being in the CMLL minis division. Um, ironically, when you put him on the indies against guys that are also short, he looks like a fucking like, massive... Like he, he looks big here, right? Next to Iron oh, Kid? Oh, yeah, yeah. Iron Kid is not, is a short little guy, but he's also like built like a flyer. Here, yeah, yeah, like sure. Damus is, I mean, Damus is like a hundred and seventy five pounds. He has not minimum. gained a ton of weight though. I feel like Damus he's is not fat. He's, he's not like he's just like built like. But a, you would expect he's built, like, a fucking brick. How, how many years did Damus do in uh, CMLL? Like like twelve. Uh, 12 yeah, years, maybe? 12, 13, 14, something like yeah. that. Yeah, and, and, and good career there. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Let the fucking whole division on fire. Uh, not really, but he was always good. <laughs> and sometimes he would light it on fire, and then it would go away for a couple of years, and then you'd watch one of those fucking Puebla shows, and he'd be in the third match on the card, and it would be fucking great, because he's great. Yeah. He can. He's the glue in a six-man tag. Damus, that's spelled D-E-M-U-S, if anybody's <laughs> Damus, um, which means, what, little demon, or I don't know what the fuck. Do you have any idea what Damus means? It's just I just think it's like a la- it's a Latin thing. It's and it's like... demonic. It's like evil. Yes. Yeah, okay. Um he was originally the mini Damian six six six. Um so if that's any indication. People remember he- him from XPW. <laughs> um, no, Mexico's most wanted. Mexico's the Lucha most World wanted. Order. The Lucha World Order, of course. Um so Iron Kid is a scrawny little uh piece of shit. Um the opening of this is it's probably probably the gift that I use. I mean, if I'm being completely honest, I don't know what. It, <laughs> I mean, there's plenty of other shit, but um, it, it's kind of the craziest shit. Iron Kid goes for Topaz to Acida, and in one fluid motion, Damus catches him in basically like a gorilla press, right? Yeah. Like he he doesn't he catches him with his hands, and Iron Kid doesn't really come in contact with the rest of Damus's body. He just sort of catches him, and in one fluid motion, swings him like 180 degrees like real hard into one of the support beams that holds up the roof uh, uh roof i'm doing air quotes uh, of this building i'm also doing air quotes he flings him he flings yeah. him but he flings him john no yeah. that has the more Dropped vibe him. of like like he has him by the no he just like he spins him like a fucking pizza it's kind of cesaro esque or you know what it looks like uh 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 was it thomas shire versus gary j <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of just like the kind of flinging thing, like where it's just like a careless, like there's a lot behind it, but you don't even look at the target, like you don't even know where he's gonna land. You just do yeah. it, honestly, whatever. And he hits this big post that holds up the fucking carport that is over this ring. Um, this is this is a short match. It's like seven minutes, right? Yeah. Um, but they get going real fast. Damus like rips his mask open. And he's like biting the head. He's got a fork. He's forking him. Bar's um, fork. Yeah, which is the best part. Yeah, it's like yeah. he's got four. All right, you got four. All right, great, great. <laughs> Just this it's, fish head eating motherfucker. It's good to eat, you know. It's, it feels good to have a little bite, you know. Um, he immediately like rips his mask though. Uh, they, they, so I'm gonna point out random stuff. I don't want to. 
I, I want people to watch these matches, so I'm not going to spoil them all. Um, Snapmare, drop down to a knee, fork to the head. Yeah. Is that a great spot or what? That's a beautiful spot. I love um, every Snapmare. I, you know what? I love every Snapmare spot. I love, I love, Snapmare, I love Snapmare, Snapmare too. plus follow-up, whether it's a fork to the head or like soccer kick to the back or a simple chin lock. There's... Snapmare to a uh, shoot pin, like uh, Arquette Gage. Yeah, you drop, yeah, 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 of course. Of course, yeah, the shoot, yeah, where you put the, fuck yeah. Um, the, you do the little hammer lock and you fucking roll them over, uh, amateur style. Um, or, you know, what, the uh, the fucking Kurt hitting, you know, uh, uh, Charlotte Flair. <laughs> you know, there's plenty the of natural you, selection. You can do so many things off, off of Snapmare. I used to love doing that little Snapmare and the, uh, and, and the soccer kick to my friends in my backyard. They liked it too. <laughs> um, no, Davis is a monster. He's a fucking monster. He looks like PCO, and I would like to see him versus PCO. He does like a Absolutely. big pop up into a power slam where Iron Kid goes like fucking eight feet in the fucking air, and he does like a back senton. He's doing all this like he's like busting out big power moves and then little short fucking bursts of like violent, not flying, but you know, crushing splashes. And he he's got a big cannonball at some point. Um, Iron Kid, just getting nothing. <laughs> no, no, he's not getting shit. He's getting his. He's bleeding all over. He's getting. Yeah, he's he bleeds like thirty seconds beat. in. Yeah, I, he's he he bleeds pretty good here, compared to another mask guy later on who I didn't think did the work. Um, Iron Kid, I think, really leaned into that little little razor blade there. I don't know. Um, he uh, he gets a, <laughs> he does get a little offense. He gets like a shitty little super kick. And uh, and like a Rana, and then he then he does like you see why okay this is why Iron Kid is here facing Demas because he does the um, like the Gringo Loco, uh, running flipping plancha thing. It's you run and you jump and land one foot on the middle rope inside the ring near yeah. the turnbuckle, so you have extra spring. You could not do this in the middle; you would not have the bounce required. Um, so if you ever see the spot, you notice it's always very close to the turnbuckle, which makes it extra dangerous. Um, you spring off that inside middle rope, and you flip over. You don't touch the top rope. You flip over and to the floor. Um, there's other people who have done this. Like, did AJ Gray did this at some point or some shit? Is that right? Uh, yeah, you know, uh, the current Damian Priest, Punishment Martinez. Oh, sure, so yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. That's, that yeah, guy, it's, it's, it's really step impressive. Up it's, it's, it's a great... It's it step looks, up and, and he goes, like, full splay, I, though. Yeah. Iron Kid. Like, Iron he, Kid, like, he gets hyped, too. This is, the, this is maybe the most impressive one I've ever seen. I've seen Gringo Loco botch this move live, and God. it was fucking scary. <laughs> that match, that PCO versus Tony Deppin versus Nate Webb versus Gringo Loco match, where Tony Deppin gets hit with the fucking tubes. Gringo really fucked that move up. <laughs> And it was scary. This is probably the best one I've ever seen. Step up, Hilo. I like that. I guess I. I guess I must have had that name somewhere in the back of my fucking brain. Um, he hits another like homicide style flipping uh, tope con hello through the ropes, um, and then he makes the mistake of trying to do like a, a chop and slap duel in the dirt, and uh, I think Demas kicks him in the nuts. Maybe. My yeah yeah it's. <laughs> I, mean, I think he just like I think he just goes for like the spinning. It's like an Ian Rotten kick, honestly. Like the spinning from like a really stocky guy with like a big yeah, ass the boot, low spin, just kick. right in the right in the gut, right in the sort of. And you're like, wow, that's uh, that's impressive from a yeah. man who, sh- if you don't think about, it's just a classic, the back spin kick. Sure. Got, uh, well, and he's he's got he's, his 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 waist le- region right. So at the waist, he's about uh, two feet. 
from waist yeah. to foot. <laughs> so a lot of the times, and this is Ian Rotten. God, Ian Rotten versus Damus. Oh, mamma mia. Oh, man, fuck. I wish we had some money, you know? You yeah. Book this shit. Um, the, 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 the spin kick at that height, it's often, you know, you, you good intentions. You aimed for the, for the gut. Sometimes you end up a little low. <laughs> And I think he ended up a little low here. Um, but, all right, so there's a... Uh, I don't know, this match is great. Uh, it's super short. I, I just want to shout out, there's a top rope Asaya Moonsault that Iron Kid hits a little later on um, that has insane height. I wrote down that it was straight up Teddy Bart level height. So I'm not sure who Teddy Bart is. <laughs> I'm going to assume that Teddy Hart. Teddy Hart. It's Teddy, Teddy Hart plus Bart Simpson. Uh, yes. Which is basically just still Teddy Hart, right? Yeah, yeah. Teddy, Teddy's <laughs> not doing well right now. Teddy's the Bart of the Hart family, right? Yeah, yeah. He's, Man. Is he not? You know. uh, no, he is. What's I mean, going then on again, that whole family is a fucking mess. But I haven't he's, heard uh, from Teddy Hart in a minute. How's he doing? Oh, he's in jail. In I Texas. know you guys talk. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah. He called, he called you from jail. <laughs> he's in jail. All right. Well, there's there a, there's an account help? now. Is Teddy Hart in jail? And the answer is yes. Oh no! As of a few days ago, <laughs> yeah, Teddy. He's uh, uh, should he be in jail? I don't know. Probably. He makes yeah, sad. sure, sure. I hope he's doing fucking backflips sh- in there. He, <laughs> he should be in jail, but he should also wrestle in jail. He should be doing backflips off the fucking bars. Hell yeah! Uh, it should you be know, like just, undisputed. You remember when Epstein did a fucking moonsault off the bunk? Um, uh, yeah, he murked yeah. himself. R.I.P. R.I.P. Um, shout, out, shout out to Deuce. Yeah, uh, the uh, the that's a good account. Is Deuce is one of the best accounts? No, also... I'm, yes, Deuce is a great account. <laughs> I, I, I meant the is Teddy Hart in jail account. Oh yeah, that is. You know, I I was surprised to see that it's a thing, but it, in in a lot of ways, it makes perfect sense for it to be a thing. <laughs> I like that format. I, I like uh, has Lance Stroll crashed this race? Like that was a good. Uh, but uh, my 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 personal entry into that as a podcast that I was going to do that I never actually did, um, and this was a few years ago, and now uh, you'll. You might, you might have, you might remember this. I might have told you about this, but I had an idea for a podcast, and it was called "Is John McCain Still Alive?" <laughs> and uh, and I had a theme song for it, and it was set to Blackbird, and it went, "Is John McCain still alive?" <laughs> we were all just waiting for John McCain to die. And that was the, and then I, and then yeah. the, then the, the episode would just be like, uh, "Yes, he's still alive," and then it would end, and I would play Thanks. the theme again. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good idea it never it never happened and then he uh, died i could yeah and then he died and also i also i couldn't get the rights from the beatles i don't know <laughs> fucking weird oh wow sir yeah. paul he can he can be a stickler yeah you know after after that michael jackson fiasco you know hey i love ram but i wish he'd lighten up a little bit all right um let's see here oh yeah uh, uh iron kid goes for a 450 but demas puts his uh <laughs> feet up and just fucking impales him yeah so you put your knees up. Somebody goes for a splash. You put your knees up. They land on your knees. Oh, that hurt. Oh, I'm, you know. if someone goes for a moonsault, you and usually put your feet up. Yeah, I guess you could, but only if you're a freak and you're in Mexico. Like nobody does that anywhere else. Nobody puts their feet up for these things anywhere else in the world. Where did they learn to do this? I don't know. What don't is wrong know. with these? What is wrong with these people? <laughs> Just luchadors and specific, not the Mexicans themselves. Beautiful people. Right. Great culture. Sure. See, that's that's a really good way to pin that on me and make it sound like I said something really fucked up. You just said I, nothing wrong. I did say as far as I, I, I never have. I never have. Uh, Damus finishes him with one of the sickest J drillers that I've ever seen. He gets uh, yeah. He gets 
it's like a fucking razor's edge, James. No, I, saw, I have it written down. I, he lift, I said lifted the kid all the way up on his shoulders like Nash doing the jackknife. Yeah, this gang, because he's this gangly motherfucker, and uh, kid just kind of like has his legs like draped over the back of his fucking head. They're just limp, and, and yeah, he gets him all the way up. He's spinning the whole time, also. Yeah, <laughs> Davis is a fucking nightmare. He is a horrible like that is like one of the worst people that you could ever fucking have to wrestle. He does a spinning jackknife J driller, swings him down extremely hard on the top of his head, uh, beats him with that. Then he fucking hangs out with the fork between his teeth and the the Coacalco faithful chant Rudo 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 because they love Demis. Um and that pleases Demis, so he stab he stabs uh, Iron Kid about twenty five more times with the fork. And then uh Alas the Sero and Aramis uh, uh okay. which Iron Kid's the teammates in sure. Los Kamikazes the Air come out and attack Demis. I'll tell you what, I wrote down a couple of skinny guys came out and fucked yeah, up. So let's <laughs> fucked up the fun. Skinny guys are specifically. I knew it was I knew it was Aramis. I didn't know the other guy. Who's the other guy? Uh Alastericero. Uh Alastericero. Okay. I've seen that. We name have a loss. Sure we I've only have highlights of a match of uh, that I still I I fuck about all the time of of uh, Los Kamikazes versus Deimos. The other great uh stocky uh mini CMLL mini uh Perfito. Yeah, Perfito is cool. Perfito is he still and... working for CMLL? He still is. And Mercurio, the guy who eats people's asses in the ring. I don't uh, remember Mercurio. He's just Does a he real literally... scummy. He's just a real scummy motherfucker. He's great, too. Okay. And, and there he was does that, an analingus uh, no, spot? Yeah, he has like an ass-eating spot. He just bites people's asses. It's okay. weird. It's, it's cool. That's, I don't know what his not, gimmick is. I don't think that's it's, weird. No, it's, I mean, well, pretty I normal it's just to a dirtbag, but it's cool. Hey, it's so am cool I. Dirtbag. Oh, yeah, I also, I want to. And, and that is a six-man tag in Nokopan at, at a Memes show, like, a couple months before. And I'm like, we only have highlights of that, but I'm like, I would fucking love to have that in full. Okay. Yeah, yeah. so a good trio. A good trio. Which Plus, give us, uh, give us, just, just release it all. Release it all. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they have the clips. They can do it all, but they're they. they I want to talk more about Mas Lucha Lucha Plus a little later. I've got an I've yes. got a, I've got a narrative actually. I've got like a bit of a fucking structure to some of these conversations because I got really high before I watched some of this stuff. Um, so yeah, Damon stabs him like twenty five times. Uh, those the skinny guys come in. Whoever the fuck she just explained who they are. I don't know who the fuck they are. Um, they, the the crowd boos. Fuck you guys. Fuck you skinny wieners. Um, because these people relate to D- to Damus, you know, and then he takes pics with the crowd afterwards. He's a hero. He's an absolute hero. He's a he's, hero. He's a people. He, he's he's a man of the masses, you know. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, God, these matches are so good, and they're most like they're two of them are under ten minutes, I think, and then the other two are like under twenty, basically, like one of yeah. fifteen. Like these are short matches. What this is an hour of footage. Watch these matches for the love of God. Um, and if you don't want to click on Russian Facebook, I'll, Siobhan will give you fucking another link or whatever from a different angle of that match. Let's get to that match. Uh, from August 21st, 2016, this is Wotan versus, forgive me, is this his first appearance on this show? Wotan no. versus Black Terry? No, it is not. The when do we talk about Black, Black Terry? Terry? When did uh, we do the that? big fucking Apple West's uh, reverse elimination match. Oh, that doesn't count. Bro, he's in two minutes of it. He's in two minutes of it. This is his first <laughs> singles. Bro. I forgot about another, that. Uh, uh, another, That's where Maldito lost his uh, mask? What'd you say? That's where Maldito lost his mask? Yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. I, that's a good match. I forgot Black Terry. Black Terry's really good in the two minutes he's in that match. I think he like throws chairs and maybe hits somebody with a, bear, a beer bottle. 
Yeah, actually, yeah. no, it's the plat- it's uh, it's the Platino, a Platino who loses a match. One mask of, and that. One of the matter. One of the big fat brothers who were awesome. Who, one of the big fat brothers who uh, who was in that David Arquette documentary. <laughs> yes, <laughs> which I recommend yeah. people watch. Now, this is his first singles match, though. Yes, and um, and uh, he is a he's a fucking god. He yeah, is... Black Terry is basically the most important wrestler in me getting back into wrestling in 2010. Him and CM Punk. I, I, I say say what you will. <laughs> Mostly About CM Punk. Phil. Yeah, Phil and Terry. That's yeah. the. It's like you know, with nail and I, Phil and Terry. Uh, it's it's he's the guy. He's the fucking man. Black Terry's had a career dating back to what the late seventies, probably early eighties. Um, um, yeah, like no, like nineteen seventy five, something like that. Messierones de la Muerte. Is that right? Is that his crew uh, or is that Navarro's crew? That's Navarro's crew. So what's Black Terry doing? Black Terry is under a gimmick, right? What's his gimmick? He was Guerrero Maya. He was the original Guerrero Maya, yes. Right, Guerrero right, Maya Jr. is not his, is only his like adopted son, his like favorite pupil. But right, right, that's his boy. Yeah, but it's they had not a, a son. they had some great matches. Uh, when, yes, they uh, did. And I when, when uh when uh, Terry was uh, my fastest to go. I mean, I mean, Guerrero Maya was my fastest yes, to go. Yes, yes, it's fine. And uh, it's but, all very ta- confusing. There's so many names. <laughs> Lucha's so stupid. It's the best. It's really hard to follow, and that's the reason why most people never get into it because it's really fucking impenetrable. It's like. And but Terry's crew was uh, Los Temerarios with uh, okay, Jose sure. Luis Feliciano and Shuel Guerrero. And Shuel Guerrero, right? Shuel Guerrero popped up a lot in some of those those early Maestro or those early 2010s Maestro handhelds that we got um, that were shot by Black Terry's real son. Yes, Black Terry Jr. Black Terry Jr. We don't. I, I'm sure somebody knows. His, I'm sure Phil uh, Schneider knows his real name because he's done dealings with him. Uh, so many times, and I do want to talk about that. Um, so Wotan is the the fucking man. Hair versus beard hair. You know, Wotan's a legend. Uh, this yeah. is not a hair match, right? No, no. This is just a standard match. Uh, there is now, a, what is this? Isn't there an Aplestos is... match between the two of these guys? There might be one involving them, but I don't think so. Okay, all right. I, I, I think I, I think uh, Terry had his Arab in that time period. Okay, sure, sure. I a match that I, I still fucking... Cannot track. It's the Arrow yeah, Boy versus Lucha. Black Terry. That's the one. You said this in the in the group chat. I'm like, no, no, that's the one. There's a complete version of that, and we just don't have it. Yeah. Yeah. There's, Someone there's, has it. There's a number of Black Terry matches out there that we have clips of. There's one of him and Navarro from, like, 2010. Uh, Negro Navarro and Black Terry are, like, you know, they're, like, uh, God and and the other guy. Uh, <laughs> you know, they're, like, yeah. that's, like, oh, they're they're mortal rivals, you know? Um, I can't think of any good. Who's what's a good example of two guys like uh, Cain and Abel? No, that's not right. Maybe yeah. is it Cain and Abel? Why am I going biblical with this? Who's a good example? It's uh, the Highlander and the Kurgan. How's that? Yeah, that's right. But not Kurgan. <laughs> no, Man. not no. Yeah, he's good though. He's a good actor as well. Not as good as Clancy Brown, but he's serviceable. Yeah. Um, Black Terry and Negro Devar. There's a match that's just clips of them with like metal playing over. It's like a music video. And the the full match isn't out there, and it, but it's the greatest. <laughs> it's like five minutes of just two old Mexican guys punching each other in the face, and Black Terry is in uh the in the year twenty sixteen year of our Lord twenty sixteen. How old would you say Black Terry is? Uh, sixty four. Sixty four. Sixty four. He does have a, a Wikipedia profile. Um, oh damn, you're right. At 63, uh, he would be celebrating a birthday a month later. So you're a month uh, off. Uh, really, that's, you know what? You're doing fantastic. You're pulling the names out. 
and you're, you're you you got real close on that. I'm really proud of you. And uh, then, of course, he was part of uh, Los Terribles Cerebros with Doctor Cerebro and Cerebro Negro. Great fucking IWRG stable. So yeah, that's the stuff. That's the 2010, 2009, 2010, 2011 IWRG stuff. That is hugely responsible for getting me back into wrestling and into lucha in the first place um i don't know about you i was not a big lucha guy uh until that stuff struck me and then it led to me understanding the rest of it kind of no i understand that yeah i always i just somehow found a way just i think it was just uh being a like just attracted to the uh I think as many people are like, you see him on fucking WCW, and then you're like, a oh, fuck shit. Yeah, These of course. People. I mean, that was a gateway, but for for whatever reason, I threw it on in Galavision, and I don't know if it was just that I was like too young or the, the, the TV format was poor, um, but I just could not follow it. I mean, you know, being like 12 years old or whatever and getting into indie wrestling and getting some tapes or whatever, and and then I, I could watch uh, AAA or CMLL. I think they were both on Galavision at the time in like 2001 in Texas. Yeah. Um, and I, I would watch it and I'd be interested in for a few minutes, but I never was able to, I don't know. It just never, and it never worked for me. And then what really led me to it was, uh, getting on like, you know, PWO and wrestling KO, which is a fucking ridiculous message board that I'm glad existed, but really should not anymore. And I think barely does. Uh, there's like 12 members of wrestling KO now, right? If that, if that, <laughs> sucks those those guys are freaks some of them are friends of ours and they've been on this podcast <laughs> uh no but like that 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 was like a, a place where they sh- they shared these these handhelds of uh of indie lucha matches that would have 50 views and all 50 were from guys on that fucking board and maybe the guy you know the 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 one of the four guys is in the match who showed it to his yeah. wife or whatever um and, and that that guy was Black Terry Jr. That was that was a really long. Sorry, I don't know what I'm doing here. Um, really long way of explaining Black Terry Jr., uh, who is Black Terry's son, as the name would. <laughs> I guess you could assume that, uh, but you know what they say about assuming is that you shouldn't do it because it's very dangerous. Um, they yeah, it's, it's a it's a high risk, uh, high reward situation. <laughs> you know? Sure, sure, like yeah, like Bitcoin. Um, the uh, the 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 style of one camera handheld standing next to the ring while this kind of lucha is happening is something that really changed my life <laughs> because you know the hardest hitting shit i ever saw was fucking all japan and battle arts and you know and most of that stuff it wasn't so we'll talk i'm going to talk about futen here while we talk about this match because there's a lot of similarities to me uh but most of that battle art stuff, most of that all Japan stuff from the nineties, that's all pro shot commentary, like multiple angles production. They dress yes. it up. They dress it up. When you get a 50 year old man or 55 or in this case, 64 year old man who is bloody and, and throwing, I guess semi-work strikes, but they don't seem worked. They're just hard slaps, chops, and I think Terry. I've got, I've got, I've got. I wrote a lot of notes. This match is ten minutes long, and I wrote more notes on this than I've ever written on anything else in my life. Um, <laughs> I've, 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 you know, I've written essays that were shorter than this. Um, the, the, he is, uh, he is the kind of guy that has this visceral quality, and a lot of these guys did that. 
uh, should I'm sure should uh, you know and does come through if you watch IWR TV from 2011 or whatever and they got the multiple angles in the commentary Black Terry shines through Negro Navarro shines through the traumas um, all those guys Chico you know, Che Chico Che is the fucking man uh, uh, the the fucking uh, AK-47 and you know the Los Oficiales like all those guys were great all that stuff is great and it shows through no matter what the format is but seeing these brawls seeing uh, El Pollo versus uh, Commando Negro is that right? yes seeing that specifically in a handheld form where you see the man in the chicken suit get his face ripped open <laughs> and bleed all over his feathers it's different from if you saw it from multiple angles. You know about the Zapruder film? You know what's really fascinating about the Zapruder film? I think film? a lot about the Zapruder film. It's all co- we have. Context. We yeah. just have the one version. <laughs> and it's really good. It's really high-level filmmaking. Abe, uh, Abe <laughs> say Abraham Zapruder, say what you will about the man. I don't know what there's bad to say about him. Did he have CIA ties? Everyone has CIA ties. Though, so it's okay. It's not okay, but it's just what it is. Uh, That's how it was back then. <laughs> No, what, you know, time. you're like, this is a fucking, this is just, I, this is well it. done. This is great. This is it's just, great framing, great stuff. And that's what, that's what Black Terry Jr. brings to the table. It's a Zapruder-like quality. We talked about Zapruder this, way back on episode seven or whatever with, with this, Yeah, this man is just like, follow, it's just him and his dad in a car yeah. going from town to town and he films his dad bleeding. Yeah. Yeah, and for a long time, for a couple of years, he would post them all on YouTube. And then one day, what happened? He decided, I can monetize this. Kinda. And you know what? (laughs) Whatever. Oh, yeah, sure, whatever. Whatever. I don't care. Whatever, (laughs) sure. I remember seeing one of the Hales brothers be mad about that. I don't like Black Terry Jr. I'm like, he's he's, he's feeding his dad. Oh, and you know what? He he was a he's. A, I mean, look, say what you will about Dylan. Dylan is also a fucking pioneer and a fucking tastemaker and a guy who can say something. And he's the fucking Elon Musk of Elon Re- of of indie wrestling. Like he is. He's a guy who can fucking play the markets with a post. You know, there's a few yeah. of them. He's one of those guys. Like that's how it works now. We're in a fucking horrible. The fucking culture of all this shit is terrible. And somebody get bu- gets buzzed without you ever seeing their fucking matches. You just see their posts, and you see their posts boosts by people whose posts you like. And that's where we're fucking at with every part of society. The big Starks brand. Yeah, the I don't big Starks brand. About fucking, I don't know anything Never about seen, Billy Starks. Never seen her. Never seen her. I think she's I got just, pink I hair. I see John Wayne Murdoch wearing a t-shirt of hers. And I think, well, John Wayne Murdoch. Like, yeah, he's, he's, cool, he's, I yeah, I, I believe him. No, I actually have seen one Billy Starks match, and it was that eight-person uh, eight scramble where she got a concussion one minute in by botching a fucking tope. <laughs> well, that's pretty real, though, so we got to yeah, give it to her. I understand why Dylan likes her. Um, this is single camera shot from Black Terry Jr., and about two minutes of this, I think he just sat the camera down on the apron. <laughs> but besides that, besides that, this is down and dirty BT Jr. footage that uh, we love. And, uh, and yes, I, I think it's uh, fine that he made money doing it at the time now in the age of like patreon and like uh you know you can pay to unlock videos on vimeo and shit and i think he still does this weird shit where you like paypal him some money and he'll send you a fucking like private youtube is that how it works maybe i don't know. i've never done it i've never done it. you ever have you ever bought a match i'm not no i never have yeah i i don't know i i, I know it's weird i have his email and i think i actually emailed i him support once. i support weird though yeah yeah weird. oh it's and this is as weird as it fucking gets like everything you know i mean you know lucha's a weird you know mexico's a weird place you know 
Lucha Libre's got a we- lot of weird characters. You know, I think about you know what's CMLL in an empty arena without the with the, without the stern man who holds up two masks at the camera. <laughs> yeah, of course. That's one of the greatest figures in in, yeah. in world history. <laughs> There's, it's a, a lucha above any other like form of wrestling is about vibes. And I know we talk about vibes a lot on this podcast, and I know that saying the word vibes at this point is uh, kind of played out, but uh, find me another word for it, I guess, because I'm going to keep saying it, which is about vibes. Like, lar- like largely, that is, a, that, that is a huge part of, like, it's about flavor. I'll, maybe I'll say flavor. Is flavor better? Maybe. Maybe. Uh, it's about fl- the energy. It's about, it's about the, the energy. Sure, sure. It's, 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 it's the atmosphere. It's, it's like Joy Division or some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, like you put all these parts, like all these individual parts, like what the fuck is this shit? You put it together, and then it's great. Yes, I agree. I, I'm nodding. I'm, I'm nodding my whole body over here. <laughs> Feeling the vibes. I haven't seen much Terry lately. Um, I, I, I really, I don't know why. I, get, I, I mean, he's, he's really old now. He's 68 now. I guess he's still working some, but god damn. Can you imagine 68? What are you twenty eight? Yeah. You probably feel like shit all the time. I felt like shit all the I time. I feel like shit all the time. Yeah, I can't imagine uh, sixty eight. God damn, pump me full of shit. I don't know. I don't fucking. Yeah, really and know. Ho- but hopefully he's training the Utes to make sure uh, the Utes. better prince. Yeah, I and I, yeah, that is that's sort of been his role for like the last fifteen years. But he was also largely in ring like full time, and I think he started to take a step back a little bit here. Um, you know, also everything's weird now because of this freaking COVID. Um. The, the 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 referee is very well dressed for this match. I like that. He's trying to get them in the ring. Uh, but th- this starts so fast. I'll tell you what. I turned this on. I had to pause it because I hadn't scrolled to the bottom of my, of my note stock yet. Uh, but these these matches all start hot, don't they? Uh, they don't absolutely. They don't waste any fucking time. I turn it on within ten seconds of the file. Black Terry is headbutting a man in the nose, and I'm saying yes. he's going for the center of the face. He's not even. You know, you headbutt somebody in a wrestling match. You go for the head. You go for the forehead. Yeah, it's a kind thing to do. You know, that's how you do it. That's how, how do you do a worked shoot headbutt? <laughs> you don't do it in the nose. That's for sure. No, no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they, they, they headbutt each other around the ring for a while, like the first minute of the file, and they go to each side of the ring. Did you notice this? Yeah. They basically gave everybody a, a close-up so they could all hear the skull-on-skull skull sounds. Get, 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 get a little taste. Yeah. And we hear a few really clearly, too. There's a couple of shots in there where the, the camera and the microphone is perfectly aligned. And it felt like that It felt like that like legendary Futen tag where fucking uh, Makoto Hashi destroys Ikeda's brain uh, 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 October 24th, 2010. Yes. Is that right? Is that right? I believe that is in fact correct. That's the third match we're going to cover on my birthday episode. We're going to cover the two-hour Iron Man, Gargano versus Ciampa, and the Futen tag, which is uh, Makoto Hashi and Kengo Mashimo versus Daisuke Ikeda and I believe Takeshi Ono. Uh, it's Takahiro Oba. Takahiro Oba. Fuck you, man. I was so... I, I, I pronounced all the names right, at least. Yeah. Yeah, no. That's all right. <laughs> oh, it's a minute in, and I've got like a fucking half page of notes is it's a it's a it's a mess uh it's about uh, about 75 seconds into this match uh wotan throws terry into a 10 year old boy who then yes. goes and like hugs his dad or maybe older brother afterwards <laughs> and i don't know if he was like being consoled or if they were just like having a good time it's hard to tell but that kid who got like uh black terry thrown on a 64 year old man thrown onto him he went and hugged his family member afterwards so uh, well it's a religious experience in many ways so you know sure. that's what you do 
Yeah, I wish I could feel it. Um, uh, they they chop each other really hard, and like every little kick, like the like worked punches are like landing hard every shot. And Terry, Terry has a Jerry Lawler level of like. So do you know how Jerry Lawler has like twelve different types of punch? Yes. So Black Terry has twelve different types of punch, but he's also got twelve different types of like uppercut, twelve different types of kick. 12, like he's just he's got this crazy arsenal of like basic strikes that just have slight variations. He's got this little short back fist that like almost looks like a taunt, but he's clearly connecting. He's clearly like back fucking knuck back of the knuckles, like against the cheek. Like he's nailing these little fucking shots, um, little kicks. And it's it's just great. He's just a fucking pleasure to watch him do just little strikes and shit, you know? Um, I've One of my favorite wrestlers ever. Absolutely. I love, I love Black Terry. Um, Black Terry is uh, on my uh, birthday uh, fucking uh, yeah. canon episode, I will All say. Right. All right. Well, uh, uh, Johnny Gargano's on mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bitch. We <laughs> read some literature uh, on the subject. Sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It was nice. Uh, uh, so, yeah. All right. I don't know. Wotan is great also. I've never been a huge uh, huge on Wotan. Uh, I think he's great. He always has great matches. But I, 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 for some reason, I always feel like his opponent is, like, bringing it out of him. I, I haven't seen Wotan carry somebody else. I'm sure he can. I'm sure I'm talking out of my ass here. But I do like Wotan. I just don't see him as uh, an elite guy. I'd say Heel of the Fishman is like a guy where it's like, oh, this guy had, I don't know, this fucking guy had it in him. And uh, then it's like, yeah, I think that's something more primal. I think those two guys hate each other at a different level. That's yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's, that's a possible. Kurgan. That's a Kurgan and uh, <laughs> Highlander situation there. Uh, that's a real uh, Clancy Brown and Carnival and Nick Stahl and Carnival situation there. Um, that's biblical too. Why do they all? <laughs> You ever seen all Carnival? biblical. You ever seen it's, Carnival? It, I have. I log. I'm big on that. We've talked about that before. Have we? We've talked about Clay Duvall. We've talked about. Oh yeah, and he like, she like wants him to uh, fuck her in the ass. Um, I that's that's actually the scene I remember the most from that show. <laughs> What's well, weird now, isn't it? Nah. You know, it's 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 Clay. It, you know, it's uh, Clancy Brown and uh, and and uh, fucking. Uh, Fucking Tilda uh, Swinton's pussy and female perversions. Bad movie. Don't watch it. What's What's that movie? Uh, just some bad movie that I saw when I was like eighteen. That it was. I just I just didn't need to see. It's like Clancy it's like Brown a, and Tilda Swinton have. That's a That's a very yeah, fucking ungodly like, fuck. That's like two of the weirdest people who have ever lived having sex. That is how you create Damien. There's a lot of people fucking in that movie. She's what's it called? Say, say the name again. Female perversion. <laughs> Somehow I missed that. It was called. Fe- That's awesome. Female. Perver- I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna put this on my letterboxed uh, watch list. Amy uh, Madigan is there. Tulsa Tell- doesn't fuck her though because they're sisters. But yeah, then again, looks, that would be some real female perversion. This is that shit that you only you know. Amy Madigan. Like, this doesn't even have a of Carnival. Yeah. Of, of course. Yeah. Good call. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, well, I don't know what any of this has to do with Wotan. No, no, it doesn't. It doesn't here's the thing. Here's it doesn't matter. Thing. It doesn't matter. I want to talk about Carnival for a few more minutes. Uh, all right. So Black Terry is, I don't know. He is a guy who sells really well, and but he doesn't he doesn't sell in a way that's like I'm you know I'm I'm fighting my way up. He just kind of always feels like that. 
even when he's in control, it feels like he like that's I think that's a thing about old luchadors is they kind of always feel like even when they're like kicking ass, it feels like oh he might die like literally any second. He's just it's just he's had he's had a lot of ass kicked out of him too. Yeah, it's, I always his say heart that might it's explode. like the Dory Funk Jr. thing where you don't need Dory Funk Jr. to sell because you know yeah. he's, he's you know yeah. he's just in pain. Yeah, Dory's so a great example. Old Dory is a great example of a guy who could keel over and die at any moment, and it's just like, yeah, well, just like, he took he a bump. Need, oh shit! He doesn't need to sell. You just you just know, and he can tell. Yeah, that's good enough. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And a black Terry is definitely kind of there at this point. Um, sixty-four. God, he's got these punches that kind of look like. Uh, I don't know if they're punches. They're like they're, they're somewhere between a punch and a like a lucha chest slap uh, with an overhand chest. You know. Um, yeah. I, I want to make sure it's clear what I'm talking about when I say a like lucha throwing, slap, an overhand it's, chop. It's like throwing a lot, like a good amount of your hand at a motherfucker. Yeah, at the chest specifically, like right between, like right in the center of the chest. It's an overhand chop, is what they would. Um, I don't even who 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 does them in America. Tons of people, everybody, everybody. Fucking, you do that, and then you do the fucking other chop. They do they do a lot of knife edges in this too. But the lucha chop, the classic lucha chop, is the overhand right in the middle of the chest, slap you right between the titties. Like that's just how that's like the. And it's, yeah, it's, it's all the, about the – it's about getting the fingers and the palm on it, not yes. the side of the hand. Also, it's great for rhythm. It's great for trading. I give you one, and then the motion of my body as I turn, you give me one, and then I'm already giving you the next one. Boom, and then boom, and then, like, there's just a good – it works really well for brawls. It's a lot outside. better than, say, forearm exchange. I got stuff to talk – I'm going to talk about forearms here in a minute, okay? We have good forearms here, though. There are good forearms here. I think uh, forearms are underrated at this point. Somehow we've gone full circle on that. (laughs) Um, Well, forearms are not – forearms are underrated, but – It's an underrated part of the body. We talk about the exchanges, and then there's there's to be a bit much. But just just motherfucker hitting each other, hitting them with them bones, and then that's a different thing. I so I had an argument with Phil Schneider in the in the private chat about the forearms that John Moxley and Chris Dickinson traded in the Bloodsport main event at the Collective. I think they're good. I think they're good too, and I think Phil is so wrapped up in his bullshit about how these are quote unquote New Japan forearm exchanges, and I think he should get climb out of his own fucking ass, um, my friend. <laughs> um, he's he's coming on the podcast next week. <laughs> I'm gonna call him a bitch. Um, yeah, well, that's what we do. We, we call everyone a bitch. Yeah, you know, course. salt bitch. Oh, how how are don't you? Do it to me. Don't yeah, do it I'm to doing me. great, man. Don't don't do it to me. Um, no, I I I think that there's room in wrestling for all manner of of, of strikes. The Baba Chop, the running knee. Wotan hits a really shitty running knee, and it's the only ma- it's the only strike in this match that doesn't look good. Um, but even it has its place. They all have their place. Um, this when I'm, what I was talking about here. These punches. That are like a paw. He like throws a paw. It's like he's like throwing a knuckleball kind of. Yeah. You, you hold. You kind of like clench your fingers in towards. It's but you don't like his you don't version make a, of like a Vader. It's like a Vader. Uh, yeah. Uh. And, and he, he, he they're loud, and they might hit you in the chest. Or they might hit you in the neck. It might even hit you in the mouth. But they're gonna hit you. <laughs> that's a yeah. Terry. That's a that's a black Terryism. Um, but yeah. The, the, what what obviously separates this from a Futin match is that you sort of substitute the grappling uh, for like chair breaking headshots and mass gripping and forehead biting. Um, yeah, there's the, generally by by and large, I, I can't think of many Futin matches, any frankly, where someone's tried to break a bottle over the other man's head. Yeah, and it doesn't break either. It really doesn't. Which is which is nasty. <laughs> which is really gross in a way. Yeah, yeah. That's... I'm not more gross. It's like the it's like when the table doesn't break. That yeah. kind of shit. We're like. Ooh. I think bottles worse. Okay. I, think, I think bottles worse just because we all read uh, 
Cactus uh, t- uh, Mick Foley's book where he talked about trying to break that bottle over Sabu's head. Um, or listen to that, or watch that shoe interview. I don't know. There's some, there's some story of, of Foley talking about trying to break a fucking bottle over Sabu's head. Um, is that, is that Foley? <laughs> is that Foley's music? No, no, no. Um, God, by God. Uh, that's his, okay. Um, they, there aren't a lot of Futin matches where there are, you know, chair throwing spots or whatever. There's probably some biting and some and some Futen matches for people who don't know yeah. Futen is uh, if you're listening to this because you want to support the Coliseo Colacalco then I'm sorry that you've chosen this podcast uh, but if you are still with us and want to know what Futen is it's an offshoot of Battle Arts which is an offshoot of you know all the other shoot style promotions it's, it's Japanese guys punching uh, punching each other in the face um, this is kind of like that this is kind of like yeah. that except it's in the dirt. Um, also, Terry has world-class, like, European uppercuts, so add that to the list of his good strikes. Um, he he could do it all. Um, so, Wotan uh, gets control at some point, like, about halfway through this match. Puts a fucking chair, like, through Terry's head with, the, like, the B-boy-style face racer driving, diving dropkick in the corner. Um, that looks, like, truly murderous. And then right after it, Terry's, like, on all fours and ends up, like, he's, like, trying to pull himself up with the chair that he just got smashed in his face and Wutan soccer Wutan Wutan Wuhan <laughs> Wutan's like soccer kicks the fucking chair into his head and this gets that very specific crowd sound that is like oh yeah like oh. fuckers just the, the line was just crossed the line like, was crossed yeah the o oh, and then the worried chatter and then a couple of psychos laughing which is like my response to this <laughs> Yeah. You know, it's a very specific sound sequence of sounds that only happens when one of the guys might have gotten seriously hurt. And you, I mean, you get similar actions at like like a, a bad hit in football or like an MMA. You know, uh, but this is wrestling, so what happens next is Wotan struts around like he's the fucking Macho Man in 1990 <laughs> until Cherry yeah. hits him right in the face with a chair. <laughs> Um, Wotan, Wotan really kind of I I was kind of sold on this this healing of Wotan because he really was moving like he was like heel Macho Man. <laughs> He's got, like, he's got some swagger. He's a guy he kinda does. who we we who didn't. We, I don't think any of us saw a goddamn thing of Wotan until like 2015, maybe. Until like, who the fuck is this man? Yeah, he's like 33 years, years old now. Yeah, exactly. It was, it was just, like, time. He was around, but it was like he hadn't broken out as like, oh, this is a fucking guy. It's yeah. Like if a Wotan, Wotan versus anyone you give a shit about, you're like, all right, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be with this. Yeah. No, and he he does. You know, I mean, he's. I think he's kind of a workhorse. I think he might be like one of those guys. He's like a, a like a, a Yoshinari Ogawa or somebody that like I, I I don't realize might be the glue of a of a match. Um, yeah, where he's putting in more than I realize. He's I like oh he's always good, but you know there's other guys there. Maybe he's that. I don't know. Um, he there's a all right there's a really scary spot here where um, he goes for an Asai moonsault. This is a common thing. Somebody goes for like he, like he's standing on the apron back to the opponent on the ground. Uh, jumps up, goes for an Asai moonsault, right? Uh, and then Terry grabs his legs to pull him face first into the apron. But then uh, <laughs> Wotan somehow catches his chin on the bottom rope. Now, did you did you see this? Because you, you yeah, I mean, it. It, it looked more like it looked like he had like a good amount. Like he was almost at the rope where he was going to land. While by the time uh, Terry had him, yeah, which is just higher up normally than you think. Normally, it's almost like. Someone hasn't so even jumped. So you he was higher on the jump when he got pulled. Eh, that's very possible. Yeah. 
I didn't consider that. I didn't really dissect it, but I, I just know that like that's. It just I mean, looked like it was just a vicious landing. It was and then he's vicious. back up seconds later. He's fine. It, it didn't. It didn't get him bad. Uh, but like that's how like that's kind of like what happened to Perro Junior, right? Like he caught the fucking rope weird. Um, like he just hit his neck on the fucking rope. Yeah. That literally killed him. Um, but it didn't phase. Uh, I don't. I don't know why I can't say his name. I keep saying Wu Tan. Wu Tang. It didn't phase Wu Tang uh, because he immediately takes a back body drop. Uh, for another dirt nap. <laughs> yeah, it didn't. Uh, fa- it didn't phase uh, Sweden House. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, so when they, anytime anybody takes a bump on the ground, a little cloud of dirt. That's kind of the best thing about Coacalco is just how dirty it is. Also, there's a dog that sometimes is there. Uh, people might remember the post of the dog. The uh, dog, yeah. That I, that's I, a fact. Uh, Danny Ledesma posted. Where else is there? Is there just a dog who? Uh, what else, what other arena in the world has a dog who's just there to watch the wrestling? Yeah, and that's that's what I retweeted because I agree the dog is good. Uh, you agree? Where else? A, we're not even an extremely pro dog podcast like that. We you know extreme, what? I, you, I, we know why we're both very happy. This the the Oval Poffus account. Sure, <laughs> the Oval Poffus account. That's very sad. I was not one of the people who mass uh, uh, reported. Oh, that. I didn't report it. Was, I just... That was all. That was all. Uh, uh, what's it called? It uh, Red Scare people or whatever. <laughs> no, no, I wouldn't have reported it. It was just funny that that it died. But I just was like, I, now I lose yeah, I my laughed. like. I just, I'm just, I was just gonna keep retweeting like my like uh, my friend Jane uh, quote tweeting it with dogs say wolf actually. Yeah, I saw that. It's <laughs> just like that's, that. that's what nice I post. want to see. Just. Like I just I don't want to see people be mad at this account. I want to see people just like troll it back because yeah. it is its existence I, is a troll even if it doesn't realize it's a troll. It sucks though. It's like that that kind of sucks because it is fun to. I was man. I was telling it's my, a bad account. I was telling my wife just yesterday how much I miss Donald Trump on Twitter. Like, and I know that that's like a cold take. I know a lot of people are saying that, and then I know a lot of other people, people are like, saying, "Fuck you for people... thinking that," because that's destroying our country. And it's like, okay, man, the entire website is destroying our country. Every every fucking aspect of society is, and the country. There's nothing to destroy. It's a fucking country. What's this country? So fuck, no, we need po- we need bad accounts. We need to we need to be able to post. We need to be able to fucking. We need people to post worse. Than us. So Trump we look better. Be president, but he should have a Twitter account. He should Mira absolutely. Tandon shouldn't be in the cabinet <laughs> or whatever, but she should be posting. Shouts out to Joe Manchin for blocking that dumb bitch. It's um, really funny, but yeah, also really funny. you know, yeah, it's all very bad. Every part of this is bad. There's every every. There's nothing good happening anywhere in America except for this podcast that we're recording right now. Baby. Absolutely. Yeah, this is where uh, this is where they brawl into the crowd. You hear a woman scream in terror, and uh, then they're on the rocks. There's a bunch of rocks. Just pile out- of fucking rocks. <laughs> so outside the dirt, there's just, like, rocks, I guess? <laughs> I guess, I mean, I've, does it help to balance the chairs? You know, I don't I'm know. Su- oh, I'm sure it does a great job of that. Um, yeah. <laughs> Why, I mean, I would imagine that in, like, the 20 years this place has been operating, there's a reason they haven't picked up these fucking rocks. Yeah. Maybe there's want these rocks around in case someone wants to throw one at uh, at, at their opponent yeah. you know for a spot that's probably happening there's rocks so they get out there uh terry tries twice to bust this beer bottle on on uh wotan's head uh but then like two big bruises later <laughs> wotan's head terry's like oh, oh no. yeah i'm not gonna do it. sorry man <laughs> sorry about that yeah. uh then they just exchange like headbutts forearm slaps chops i wrote down chips but i meant chops uh, every strike you can imagine, and there's literally blood flying off of them now. And oh, every, yeah, yeah. The like, fucking, you can see the, it. 
Ref's bloody. Everybody's bloody. Yeah, and then Ref isn't bleeding, but he has blood he has, on. It's right, sure. And I mean, you know, if if you're if you're if, if you the ref have... wants to get color, the ref can get color. Look, if you don't have somebody's blood on you at a show like this, then I'm sorry, you're not watching it right. When I saw when I saw fucking Nick Gage Invitational, I got a fist bump from Nick Gage, and the impact from him giving me the fist bump sprayed all the blood from his arm onto my arm, and I had to go wash it off. <laughs> Anybody who didn't have that experience had a less of an experience than me. That's all I'm saying. I just think that's actually that's just fun, functionally true. You know, I think Ty had the exact. I think Ty got uh, somebody's blood too. And if you don't get somebody's blood on you at those shows, you're fucking missing out because you can just go to a sink. It's fine. Don't have any open cuts. No, no, no. <laughs> don't lick it, but you know, whatever. <laughs> it's just blood. Touch a stranger's blood. Just don't lick Touch it. Touch a stranger's blood. Just yeah. don't lick it. You have the... never advocated licking a stranger's blood on this podcast. Death to America. Don't lick it. That's what we always say. Yeah. Um, they do a f- bunch of shit. They like roll. They like fall through a bunch of chairs. Like they're stumbling through rows of chairs and and people. Like there's people falling around. <laughs> like, yeah. They're just like knocking people over, getting blood all over them, all over their chairs that they probably had to bring themselves. Uh, and then they end up. The na- like the last minute of this match, I guess if you want to call it the last minute, it's literally just two guys. Like it's like two old guys outside of a bar that have been fighting for like ten minutes, and they're both exhausted, and they're just on the ground slowly punching each other in the ribs, which is how this match ends. Yeah, um, and then I guess the sharp dressed ref like declares it double DQ. Is that what happens? What happens? Double count now. Double count out. Yes. Sure. Whatever. They're covered in dirt and blood, and they get back in the ring, and there's like a minute left in the file, and I'm like, are they going to keep going? And I don't know. Terry can't stand up because he's 64, and he's bleeding from four different spots in his body, including his asshole. Like, <laughs> that's where the file ends, you know? Yeah. It's, it's, a double, it's a double count out. Referee, hey, look, the referee dressed well, and he can count to 20, or 10, or whatever the fucking rules are in Coca-Cola. Who knows? Count to 100. Um, Awesome match, though. Probably... I don't know. I don't even know what my favorite one of these matches is. I know it's not the last one we're going to cover, which I have some issues with, but um, this one, this one is, this is intense. This is like some of the most cerebral, cerebral brawling I've ever seen. Like cerebral is not the word. What's the word I'm looking for? It's not cerebral. It's some of the most visceral. There we go. Some yeah. of the most visceral brawling that I've, I've, yeah, I think I've ever seen. Yeah, you're thinking of a different uh, man involved corporate ministry. Of course. It, uh, you, know, yeah. you know, I think about him all the time. That the hair in the uh, the video games back then it was just horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Triple H's hair in video games that was always the that was always the metric by which you rated graphics for each generation of console. I was like, how good is Triple H's hair? Then he shaved it off, and I was like, well, I guess the games are just you don't even we don't have to play it anymore because it's the fucking point. Yeah, um, I create a guy with Goku hair, and then I trade it back in for credit <laughs> at GameStop. I guess that's all I have to do now. Uh, yeah, Black Terry's a fucking man. I don't know. Black Terry. Uh, Wotan, sure, he's the man too. Black Terry is the, the god. He's the fucking god. He's yes. the fucking god of this shit. Um, truly, truly, maybe one of my five favorite wrestlers of all time, at least top ten. Uh, shares a name with my mom, spelled differently. She was also not black. But neither is he, so look, another thing they have in common. Shares a uh, name with one of your, other, your favorite wrestler of all time. Your number two favorite wrestler of all time. Terry did Funk? I say Terry Funk is my number two? Is it? Did I go Lawler first? I don't recall. I think I may have swapped that again. I think I'm Terry I think you one, Jerry one two. Whatever the fuck, and I just yeah. I just established those as your top two. Yeah, and then three I got Johnny Gargano, and four I got Edge. Yeah, <laughs> everybody knows this. It's posted. God, it's it's in my horrifying face. His face is bad right now. I have it in my bio on Twitter. Yeah, he, yeah, he won the Royal Rumble. 
I think he, I think yeah, he but went, he did he go sixty minutes? I saw that he was number one, and then he won the match. Did that actually happen? No, that didn't happen. Okay, did he like take a sabbatical in the middle, like a? I, no, he, I don't think he was even number one. Though. Oh, okay, I, mean, I, I think I that's a lie. I didn't watch. I want to. I want to watch that chamber not, tomorrow night, though. I think I'm. I think I'm gonna watch that chamber because I, you know, I, lo- I love me a little chamber. Um, I don't know what that means. I don't know why I said that like that. Um, for the which, record, for the record, <laughs> Edge which, went. Uh, Edge, no, Edge was number one. That's that's ridiculous. He Did he work the whole match? Yeah, he went fifty-eight minutes and thirty seconds. Uh, he had he so that means between, he and, intervals, right? between him, himself and Orton, who was the number two, uh, they had a combined three eliminations, and of course they they went the entire match. They must have like brawled out of the ring in like a Austin in ninety-nine situation. There's no fucking way. Um, but I, I, you I know what? No, I can imagine just him, just Edge, oh. just standing there for like. 20 minutes of time. I love this idea of us just like, like fucking try- Haruka Eigen in a in like an all Japan well, sure. a battle royal that is funny. Pin, like like a like a steak or well, something. Like, like Andre hanging out in the corner until it's time for him to do a hey. spot where he eliminates four guys. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love the idea that we've spent a minute just trying to figure out how they booked a show that they already booked. <laughs> It's like, what the fuck did they do this? What the fuck yeah, I have Edge, no idea what's man, going on. This man for wasting disease what and no bro- neck. Absolutely broken promotion. I, you know what? I, and I popped for his return. I was watching that Rumble, and I've never cared about Edge, but that was a cool return. And I liked crazy. Edge when, when, I, when I was uh, 10. Yeah, sure. He's, he's cool a great, great wrestler for a 10-year-old. Great hair. And then he cut all that off, but then he grew it back. And now I, I don't know. I, I kind of like his look now. He looks like shit. But he kind of looks—he kind of looks like he's going out there to wrestle Black Terry. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean it's like have he you looks. Seen the Charlie... He's sixty-eight years old, is what I'm saying about. That. Have you seen the Charlie Haas promo? The, um, uh, from recently? Yes. Charlie Haas from what? No, I haven't. Where's Where's oh, Charlie Haas working? See it. I'll, I'll 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 try to send it to you if I can. Charlie, uh, he looks like he looks, he looks like he's dying, and he's you're got just like, like a disease though. His brother died from it. No, I don't think he has it. No, they both have it. I'm pretty sure they both have it. And it was like, yeah, I'm just a ticking time bomb. I'm going to die just like my brother. I don't know if that's true. I might have made that up. I don't fucking <laughs> You want to percent made that up, man. I don't know. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Anyways, the goal is 70,000 70, uh, MXN, which I guess is pesos. I don't know how the conversion rate works. Um, and they're 51% of the way there. And uh, I want to Charlie help. Haas dresses as haters. Uploaded by at the at by the Hannibal TV. Hannibal just uploading lots of shady shit. You didn't watch Gentleman's Choice, did you? What's Gentleman's Choice? The Chris Adams documentary. Oh yeah, no, you told me about that, but no, I, I'll I'll get to it. I'll get to it. We're gonna oh, do it's, our, it's, it's dark. our documentary it's dark. series where we cover all the documentaries. Um, you should watch the David Arquette show on uh, on Hulu. It's nice. It's dark also, but it's also it's very sensationalized. But it's it's good. I think it's called You Can't Kill David Arquette, something like that. Yeah, it is. Um, just go to go to Hulu, the service that you pay for, um, and type in David Arquette. It's spelled with a Q, I think. Um, all right, do you want to take a little Whoa. break? Yeah, let's, <laughs> Whoa, uh, let's... What's a, I didn't even... Oh, shit, you just blew my fucking mind. Yeah, let's take a little bit of a break. I'm going to get yeah. some water. All right, podcaster's all right. fuel. Um, I'm going to go check on my family, and hopefully everybody's doing well. Um because I didn't think we would talk for an hour, 20 minutes about this, but we have. So let's put Dude, it. It's, it's, it's us talking about Black Terry. I know. I, know. I, I made so many notes on that match. I should have been surprised, but I've, and I, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm really not deep down. I know where my heart lies and it, it lies in, in Nakopan and it lies in the dirt with Black Terry and Coacalco. Yeah. Um, all right. 
donate is in the notes it'll be the first thing before any other note in the notes the copy that we write heard somebody refer to their podcast notes as copy and i was like i'm gonna start saying that i said it once and now i'm gonna go back to calling them the notes yeah uh you got a date on this i do it's uh from january 7th 2018 Kira versus Ricky Marvin. I remember that. I remember seeing one seven. Yeah, okay, I remember that. This was high on my uh, my match of the year list year, uh, that year. Uh, Kira, spelled K E Y R A. Kira, uh, what is what is where is she from? Where does she come from? Because I'd never seen her before this match. I guess she'd been kicking around, and now she's she's been away. like yeah, she's been around for a good amount of time. Uh, like she'd been on uh, after Shalanga and stuff. She was like a, like a, 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 a like a star of the promotion to an extent, uh, and she's you know very. But she's yeah. She's. I'm but, sorry. I had vape. I had a lot of vape coming out of my mouth. I was on mute. She's very over. Absolutely. Like Black Terry was very over. I think Kara might be the most over of anybody on any of the in any of these matches. Right. Yeah. Here's a, um, a match we're not going to talk about, but it, it, it exists. It's from the Chalonga Mask second. We don't talk about this match, right? We don't talk about this match. Yeah, I just yeah, uh, a mixed tag of uh, Aries Balial and Chico Tormenta versus uh, Latin Dragon Kira and uh, David Starr. <laughs> oh, I can't say. You no. got me with that. We don't talk about that match, but I'm glad you no. brought it up. No, I don't. We don't talk about it, but I'm glad you brought it up. That sounds yeah. great. I, I I wish him well. I'm I'm not fucking freaking not. Yeah. <laughs> I wish you well. Not. So uh, this is the this is the 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 start of uh, Ricky Marvin's miracle return run that happened. That yes. Year. Uh, he he had uh. Did he move back to Mexico? He had been living in Japan for a decade or something. No, he was in tri- he was doing stuff in AAA, but it just wasn't like. He just like he got thrown out of the OGTs oh, okay. for Superfly. He just he just didn't That's seem right. like he had it and he had it like he had it anymore. But not you know? for that whole time. Like he had he he had been he had he didn't wrestle in Mexico for a while, right? Or not? He wasn't in AAA in like 2008, right? He was just working Noah. Yeah, he was like. I mean, he'd come back. He, he he'd come back and forth because he just obviously it's like sure. guarantee some uh, buttered bread. But you know, always gonna have a booking there. Yeah, sure. 
I mean, in Mexico when he comes back, but he was living in Japan for like a yes. extended. Okay, okay, I thought so. Him, uh, him, and uh, uh, Taiji Shimori, um, right? That was the that was the big team later on. Uh, him and it? Katara was the first uh, pairing, right? But yeah, <laughs> him and Nishimori were a team for a while, right? So I, I like Katara. I think Katara's great. I like Katara's Misawa tribute gimmick that he's done ever since he sort of pseudo heavyweight graduated heavyweight. Um, I like but, him uh, doing Fuchi shit. He just fu- yeah, he's he's he's, he's, an old, he's an old grumpy guy now. The but older he uh, gets, the better he gets. Just like Fuchi. In 2012. It, and then more like 2013 is when uh, Ricky comes back to Mexico, and he just uh, doesn't. He doesn't seem people just weren't vibing with it the way they were. There's like, like you can, though he is the match guy, the cage match match guy, worth a lot, of course. Uh, him versus Belly all from uh, a Chalanga Mask show at Coacalco, a yeah. match I've never seen. I bet that match is good. You've got fuck. It's a cool card. Oh, on I, there. I, I feel like I've seen that, but I guess yeah, if you've you haven't, got, then maybe I haven't. A false count anywhere with uh, Ray Cometa versus Impulso, Valiente versus Negro Navarro probably kicks ass. Black Terry versus Solar. Okay, you know? you're talking about one show. Okay. Uh, yeah, this is just like you know, like that. That sounds good. Like when, when is that from? Uh, November uh seventeenth, twenty thirteen. Oh, okay. Well, I, stop talking about that. Let's not talk about. That. Let's, let's not talk about that. Let's not talk about those shows in... that we'll never get. I'm so, yeah, he, there's no I reason know. to talk it about makes, the cards it, that we're makes, never going to get tape of. Makes you sad. It makes yeah. Just, Sad, and he like, was, like he Trump was like, uh, he was in fucking Lucha Underground, which All is very All these great matches about. done at the Coacalco Coliseum. Nobody taped him. Sad. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I miss that man. <laughs> I miss him so much. <laughs> no, no, no. But here's the thing. But like, yeah, he was in, like, he was fucking uh, working as Bengala in uh, AAA. And right. uh, then he ended up as Bengala right. in fucking Lucha Underground. Lucha Underground, like, under a mask, oh, right. Man. Yeah. Okay, okay, sure. Um, so Marvin also was pretty stale by the time he stopped working. No, like I was, I was through with him. The team with Ishimori, I mean, he put any, I mean, he probably elevated Ishimori some, but Ishimori sucks. Um, right. Ishimori is a flawed wrestler. Okay. Yeah. He best. sucks. He sucks. Right. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Marvin came back and in 2017, he just had this run of, of matches. Who is his, he had a big feud, uh, like a few, like a three or four match series in Nakopan in IWRG with who? Doctor Cerebro. Doctor Cerebro. Okay, thank you. Um, I knew it was like some old fucker. Um, and that stuff is great. Uh, the the last match isn't as good as the middle match. If I, is that right? The the mask match isn't as good as the match to set up the mask match. It's one of those situations. Yeah, I yeah. like the title match more. Yeah, then yeah, those are like August of of twenty seventeen. Those are great matches, and probably on YouTube, probably on Mas Lucha on uh, Lucha Plus. Um, but yeah, this is kind of the start of the of the people that we are friends with. Uh, you know, the 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 biggest nerds on the internet, but we're all cool. Also being like, yeah, like different 2018 Ricky Marvin Renaissance. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Who's Okada. What are you talking about? What about, let's talk about Ricky Marvin drop kicking a woman in the face. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So this starts on like a, uh, this starts with like the worst. So the first thing that happens in this match is they do like a rope running sequence and they do a double duck. Now, are you familiar with the double duck? 
Yeah. Yeah. This is a thing that used to happen a lot in backyarding where like you would have a little a, a little sequence planned out to start the match, you know, a little rope running bit with some reversals and drop down, leapfrog and all the bullshit. Um, and somebody ducks a clothesline, but sometimes you forget who's supposed to duck and who's supposed to throw it. So both people duck and it's and we we started just call, it would happen often enough that like we would be doing shows and we would commentate and we would say big double duck there for both competitors. <laughs> and so that's how they start this match and it's ugly. Um, but they immediately recover. And, uh, from, from there, they're pretty good. Um, she has one of those crucifix hold drivers on Marvin. You seen this damn thing? Yeah. You seen, you seen this damn move? What the fuck is this? I don't know what this, I don't know. I have the idea that you get yourself into the cru- crucifix position and then they stand there and then you somehow swing your weight back. I don't know. I don't, know I don't love the crucifix driver. No, I, don't know I always associate the crucifix driver better, worse, Boston Aries because that was one of his for sure. a while yeah. and still is. Well, so I was going to say it's even harder to believe when it's a woman, but even more, it's harder to believe when it's Austin. Aries. Austin Aries <laughs> doing it built like a boost. small woman. Yeah, he's built like a small woman. Um, so this, this is not a uh, misogynist podcast. I would never say anything uh, degrading to any female um, or male for that matter. Or anybody. Uh, talk, let's let's talk about Marvin's return, though, like going forward. Because has he been good? What's he doing yeah. now? What's he doing? He's been good. He's just been, he's been uh, more over over place. He's still in the indies and stuff. He, he just wrestled Tony Deppin in Texas. Have you seen? Yeah, that? I haven't seen it yet. People said it it's yet. good. People people were. He had some good stuff with Aries. Uh, he had some. Yeah, uh, I remember. I remember one of the, that was like there's a 2018 match between them. That's really good. I think. Um, he, he'll get his hands dirty too, right? He'll do a little, little hardcore stuff as we'll see here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's, I it's... mean, and, and in that run, he also well, went back to, uh, Noah for the first time in a couple of years as part of the junior tag league with team NFL, he had Pantera and he was still doing his Ricky Marvin shit that he was like, he was fucking like, it was 2002. Just coming Even out to live in La Vida Loca. Tubby, like this tubby old man in his shirt. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> what, that's what ass. Ricky Martin looks like now too, though. Right. So it's, it still works. Yeah. Did Ricky Marvin happen when he went to Japan? Was that like a Leonardo Spanky sort of thing? Or was he already Ricky Marvin? Because I know there's he Rocky was always Marvin. Ricky Marvin. It's not. It has nothing to do with Ricky Martin. It has Martin, nothing to do with Ricky Martin. Okay, okay. His and... name's just Ricky, and then his favorite uh, cartoon character is Marvin the Martian, <laughs> which sounds ridiculous. Sounds utterly ridiculous, <laughs> but it's true. No, it's this cool. is how he got his name. Sounds normal. I, mean, I understand every everything you said made perfect sense to me. Um, all right, so. The sun is sort of setting as this match happens, and the Maslucha cameras are uh, much better at capturing that kind of image than Black Terry Jr. is. Um, this is a nice camera they're using. They've, they, they're professional, and they know what they're doing. And so I pumped up. I you know, boosted it real hard how much I love that style you know, of Black Terry Jr.'s filmmaking, uh, uh, you know, shooting his photography. Um, it's not about its limits. In a world... With Maslucha and their crew and whoever's submitting footage to them, I don't know how their system works. I don't know if they are a team that goes around and films stuff or if there are like a few teams like with IWTV where there's people who all just have access to the fucking YouTube account. And they can all upload stuff there. Um, but Lucha Plus, Mas Lucha, in a world where they exist and they have that level of production plus commentary, good sound mixing so you can hear the crowd and the strikes and the commentary. Like we have come so far. Like from from like 2012 to 2017 when this was, um, and even further since then, 
the entire streaming world has changed so much on every level, and that includes fucking indie lucha. It goes all the way down to this shit. Everything looks better now, and the, this this is like. And we have more. We we're not uh, so uh, fuck, right. we're begging for clips of shit and like two full shows a year and paying fucking some guy on PayPal. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's it. Sucks that like these things become uh, uh, obsolete so fast, but that is the fucking nature of things. Um, but yeah, this is this this match is great. All right, first section is good, but not spectacular. Like Ricky's like legit in control. Um, they take it outside. He throws her through some chairs. Right. Um, but pretty early on, they start to set up what this match is. I think this is a brilliant match. I think this is one of my favorite matches of the last 10 years. Um, this is this is my favorite match of the four we've watched. It's not nearly as brutal as the last one, but this is this match is really, really special. Um, because this entire match is based around Ricky Marvin setting up props and then fucking up and getting thrown through them. <laughs> this, this is yeah. a match about hubris. Um, he sets up a chair table, you know four chairs and facing inwards to each other. Um, He throws, he doesn't throw her into it though. Throws her into the crowd. She flips into a support pole, scatters a lovely family. The mother of this family, like middle-aged woman, uh, gets like crouches by her and like gets in her face and is like clapping for and encouraging her with some kind words. Very good shit. Some very lucha shit. Some very old school lucha shit. Do you remember in, uh, in uh, 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 MS Uno, (laughs) Versus Sangre Chicana, the the grandma that that is in the corner and she's like pumping up, uh, <laughs> pumping up Chicana, and uh, and yelling. Yeah, at, yeah, yeah. Of course, um, that kind of stuff. Very lucha. Um, so uh, Marvin uh, in the ring sets up another chair in the corner between the buckles. Um, Kira gets a little bit offense in here, uh, but then she immediately gets fucking plastered with an insane drop kick. That yes. Ca- catches her in the middle of the face. You, know, you get the face. Face is a you whole get the thing. Face. You get the eyes and the fucking forehead and the chin and the mouth. Right in the middle is where he gets her. This right whole in area. the center, the yeah. dead center of the face. I think they call it the schnoz. I think it's the medical term. Schnoz. Uh, yeah. Uh, it reminds he, me, you know, we've had like some great drop kicks. You know, this is up We there have with, had some uh, good that... drop over the years we've had some good drop kicks. Me and you. Absolutely. Good drop kicks. <laughs> it reminds me it's it's up there with uh that regal drop kick on Finley. Oh hell yeah! The, no, like the, the just like, almost limp somehow legs. shoots him with it. Like yeah. it's just like what the fuck, dude. I like I like it when the drop kicks. Yeah, I mean I like a pretty drop kick too. Don't get me wrong. I, I, it's the one thing I really love about Okada um, is that I I think he's got and that's a fucking cold take. Obviously, it's the coldest take in the world. Is that Okada has a good drop kick? I like a pretty drop kick, and I like the way those cameras shoot it. This is uh, way better, obviously, but yeah. <laughs> it's 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 not even the same move hardly. Um, it's like a running, yeah, like a, like, uh, like you'd like, it's like comparing Shibata to Okada. This is much more in, in that lane. It's, or even more like that, like comparing, as you've said, this, like the B-Boy style dropkick and the Shibata style corner dropkick. They're different yeah, things. Yeah, the Kenta, yeah, The Roosh yeah. style dropkick. Yes. All different things. Yes. Yeah, yeah, of course. And, you know, everybody's going to have different form on this kind of thing. I love talking with you for like 90 seconds about one drop kick. That's what I'm all about. Sure. I was like, let's hurry no, this up, all right? Let's, let's go ahead and shit. finish this. This is a fucking amazing drop kick. I saw the drop kick. And I we could talk about that fucking drop kick. Better I, talk about that drop kick. I said I wanted to kind of hurry it up, but then I thought, let's take 10 minutes to talk about one drop kick. <laughs> you know, it's what happens. You yeah, know, yeah, something, yeah. you know, po- you know, you know uh, poetry, you know, sometimes it can be rushed, sometimes it is. It's still poetry, no matter what. No yeah. matter what comes out, it's still poetry. Um, 
So he takes her outside, throws her. He's like got her in a fireman position, just heaves her over his own head, over like a row of chairs. And there's two women there that are like he's telling them to move while he's got her in the fire. And they just start like shaking their head. They're not going to move. So he just throws her over them. Uh, that's pretty good. Then he goes and gets he gets this big fucking like that was like fucking eight by six. Uh, just shitty fucking piece of plywood. This disgusting. Uh, yeah, it's a complete. It's like got you got something. Oh yeah, I got this for you. Oh, this sucks. Where do you? Th- this came from a house that was condemned. Obviously, this yes. is a, this is a piece of plywood. It's just the most terrible, disgusting, like splintered ass, like weathered ass piece of plywood you ever fucking seen. It looks like shit. It looks like you could get hepatitis from looking at it. Uh, and he sets it up on uh, some chairs on the ground. Um, so there's three different props Marvin has now set up. None of them used. Takes her back in. Doesn't use a prop. You know what he does? He does the tapatia. The tapatia, the tabletop, which is yeah. the uh, the grab the arms, like twist the ankles with the feet. It's like a classic uh, WBF No Mercy, WBF WrestleMania 2000 move. You ever played those games? You've done this yes. move. Like Ultimo Dragon would do this move. You know what I'm talking about. The tapatia, where you pull them up, you lean back, and you're on your back, and then they're up in the air. And, and he you does stretch the shit out of the hamstrings. Yes, or you could just roll forward and run their face into the mat, roll back, <laughs> and do it again. Yeah. He does it three times, which is, takes insta- insane strength and balance to do that. That move is ins- I've seen multiple guys try that move in real life, and I've never seen anybody pull it off. Uh, that is that is some freak shit, if you can do that. It takes a lot of strength from Kira uh, to, to maintain that position, too, and, and that uh, stiff arms, because there's a lot of cooperation in a move like that. It's, it's really something. Um, but also, that is a show-off move. He is fucking with her. This is a match where Ricky Marvin doesn't respect women. That's, that's what this match is. It's like literally what this match is. Yeah. Um, and, and, and he just beats her ass the entire time. Now, he, Ricky Marvin, this bitter old queen, considering <laughs> what we know what we know about him and Casas, we know that. If you know, you know Travis Scott meal. But His Oscar party I mean, is him- no longer hot. What'd you say? I said his Oscar party is no longer hot. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> the sissy yeah. Ricky Marvin. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I mean, do you think Ricky Marvin Fox? Probably. I don't know. I don't I, like. He's a, he's a very interesting. He's like a very he's like almost Arthur Chu like. You know. Oh, he's, he's, he's. I mean, he's gotten uh, as he's gotten pudgier. He. That's uh, not to say Arthur Chu doesn't fuck. I do think he does. I just don't want to think about it. No, no, no. That's a man no. who gets pussy though. <laughs> Leslie Lee the third. These are people who get pussy. Jack Allison. <laughs> yeah, he's got a beautiful wife. She's great. The, so they go up. Uh, shouts out. They go up and they're 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 on the corner. Like they're both on the second. They're doing a little brawl. Kara gets down, um, grabs a chair, hits him with the hits him with the chair. And this is the this is like the, you know this is the moment. It's the only moment that ma- that matters in this match. Nothing else before it really matters because it was all Ricky Marvin fucking around, just setting up the rest of the match. Um, <clears throat> he flies backwards off the second rope to the floor through this piece of shitty wood, um, and into the dirt. Um, and the wood, when this much wood hits the dirt, it makes quite a cloud. Yes. Uh, on this dirt, and it makes the most beautiful dirt cloud you've you have ever seen in your whole entire life. That uh, red clay. Yeah, it feels like the fucking Last Jedi in this. You, you have you seen the Last Jedi? Yes. Actually, if, no. I don't know which one we mean. It's the middle. It's the. It's good. It's good. It's the best Star Wars movie. Maybe. That's gonna. That's people are gonna have, leave a review if you think it's not. <laughs> I don't. I don't think about Star Wars like that. Yeah. Know? Well, we're different people. Um, I'm fucking stupid. 
so, <laughs> so are you, but it's different types. Yeah, so. I, mean, I, I spent like I watched fucking Witness last night. <laughs> Witness is a good film. Peter Weir. It's fine. Yeah, it's yeah. not great. It's good. It's not one of my favorite Peter Weirs. No, I, I take a Gallipoli. I take well, you know just Master and Commander, and the rest are fine too. I don't. I'm just giving Master and Commander. What do you? What, sorry, give it's me. Not a Mosquito Coast. Are you a Mosquito Coast person? No, you're not. Nobody's a Mosquito. Let's. Why are we? Get it. What are we doing here? Let's stop. Oh, I know people who are Mosquito Coast people. Yeah, you're a year of living dangerously. I know. I know you. I know you. You're. I'm actually less of a living dangerously. You're a person. picnic and hanging rock bitch. Oh, I'm, I'm very excited to see it. I I've never You've seen never it. Seen, okay, all right. We, well, then we need to stop talking about Peter Weir. You can talk to me after you've seen the film. Um, uh, so, okay, can, you're going to big dog me, huh? You're going to big dog me. <laughs> I, have, I haven't seen it since I was like 13. I, have no, I barely remember it. Uh, so Kara's in like full control. Uh, she snapmares him on the dirt, right? Remember the, yeah. Remember well, when snap, we talked about the snap, snap earlier? Uh, she soccer kicks him in the back. And I swear, it, when she kicks him, it looks like Ricky uh, – I have, I have the word Rick – but I meant Ricky. Uh, it looks like Rick Rick Marvin spit out a mouthful of dirt. Like it's sort of, or maybe it's just flying off of him. What Rick Marvin? Rick okay, Marvin. Dude. Yeah, Rick. Yeah, <laughs> Rick, yeah, Rick Marvin. Uh, yeah. So they they get back in, and she smashes his head into the chair that he set up. Right. Yeah. Uh, she hits some. I don't know. She's like a running STO or something. Um, he goes. Marvin goes for a, a tilt a whirl, a quebradora, a tilt a whirl backbreaker. Um, but somehow she spins around him three times or something, and ends up in this like high speed dragon kid looking Rana, and that gets to. Um, and we get some like you know high like decent lucha work rate stuff in these later parts. Big moves, slow transition, uh, smooth transitions, good you know, basing shit from Ricky. Tricky, you know? yeah, tricky Going shit. From- going from like one, like a like a like a classic all-time great flyer to like damn this dude is a motherfucking this dude is a, this this is a base head here yeah my man on my man got that base going <laughs> so he's he's a uh kind of masterful i think he really is he's like he's kind of a maestro and I, this is not a maestro type of match but it kind of is because uh, i don't think kara really i mean she she's she's good she definitely rises up to it um but the 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 whole story here and they get to you know a child yelling puto at marvin and the rest of the crowd is chanting for her the chant si se puede um they they go out to the uh I guess I should. There's something else. They go to the apron and they hit the final story of the Ricky Marvin uh, props that he set up for himself to get thrown through. Um, but before that, he hits like a Billy Robinson backbreaker and she gets bent really bad, like really bad, very bad. Um, and he goes yeah. for this Boston Crab. This is this is maybe the, my favorite actual moment of the match. He goes for a Boston Crab. She twirls him off. She flings the legs. He does a cartwheel out of that. Super kicks her fucking head off. It's like Iron Kid should take notes from the way that Ricky Marvin threw that kick. Um, but they do get back out there, and it's a, what's it, it's a Spanish fly. She hits a Spanish fly off yeah. the apron through the chair table, which is the first prop he set up. Now, he set up these three props, and then they went backwards through them, like Inception, every time they did the kick. And it went, and it, you know what I'm talking about? Okay. It's just like that. So this is basically that, and... The, the structure of this is very, like, very specific. He is definitely a guy who, like, thought about that. And I don't, I don't even, what's the finish of this match? He, oh, yeah, he beats, he, he, like, breaks her in half of the fucking Boston Crab or half crab. Um, he's got, like, a foot, yeah, he's got a foot on her fucking head. Yeah, it's gross. It's gross. It, so that's the thing, is it ends in a way where it's just clearly, like, okay, he's much stronger than her and he could have done this at any time, but he was fucking around. Like, and then he almost, 
got beat for it. Like it's a classic, you know, cocky heel pro wrestling story. Um, but it's done so well here and it doesn't feel overt. Um, he's setting up all these props. It's all going great. Just having a fucking rah, rah time. Just having fun, throwing her in the crowd and shit, throwing her over people, into people, through people, into chairs, into the dirt. He's doing the rolling tapatias that were just, that's just straight up hubris. The rolling tapatias. That is the most show off fucking move you could ever do. Cause there's no point in doing it. Like, and then, you know, she puts him through the dirty, fucked up wood, and then the other props. <laughs> and then the entire time, Marvin's kind of working 70% until then. And then he, like, really has to turn it on at the end, or he's going to stumble his way through another piece of shitty wood. And that's it. That's the story. I think it's a fucking brilliant match. Yeah. I, I think it's a unique and, and really w- well laid out match. Um, and then it, and then it built respect. What? And they teamed, and, and then a weird, uh, at, their, at the fucking... Uh, which him and this show in uh, Knucklepen the next month. You're like, whoa. That sounds Ricky cool. Marvin. Ricky Marvin's on his way. He's coming back. It is a fun match. I don't think I saw that. I watched a yeah, lot got of Ricky two Marvin. Yeah, you big fat fox, uh, Corsario Negro Jr. and Draco in it. So, you know, you, you sure. know, you got your fat guys. You have your oh, man. Uh, weird R. flyers R. you don't think about. R.I.P. to, uh, to, uh, to uh, Ovet Jr. Big Ovet. Yeah, Ovet. Uh, big Ovet. Big Ovet. Yeah, yeah. That was, that's brutal. Um the, yeah, the I would strippers will never be a match again. for uh, him, but you know, there's we'll, just so much. We'll, we'll get we'll get to him. Um, we should just do an episode about him. <laughs> just, all these all these dead people that we skipped. Let's just do an episode about Ovet. Let's do one about all the all the great fat men in lucha history, and he is he's a great fat man, and he's in every match, and he was in lucha history. It's our Ovet uh, our Ovet tribute episode. Um, this is my favorite match of these four, and it's I don't know maybe one of my twenty five favorite matches of all time. I love this match. I've seen it three times now, and each time I've gotten more from it. Watch Kara versus Ricky Marvin. Um, immediately. It's so good. Skip. Or, no, I'm not. <laughs> you should skip. No, I like this match, too. Main event time. Main event time. Arabus versus Eterno on October 21st, uh, 2018. 18, yeah. For as part of the uh, Arena Coasalco, uh, Arena Coliseo Coacalco 21st <laughs> anniversary show in a mask versus hair, two out of three falls, falls count anywhere match. Yeah. Yeah. Aramis, I've seen a lot of. Eterno, I've seen a little bit of. I've seen him. I mean, I, you know, you recognize the fucking mohawk and shit. Um, I think I, he used to have a mask. I think I may have seen him like that years ago. Um, the 21st anniversary of the of the Coliseo, and uh, I want to say I don't think they have a lot of masks matches at this place. I feel like this is more a place for down and dirty mano a mano stuff. Yeah, um, but usually they'll have well, something well, the ma- the for mask, the anniversary shows. The, usually the people the mask matches have usually been more for like like lower tier guys. Like I think at the uh, there was sure. Chongo mask anniversary was a. Uh, it was Damus versus the Gato de Ecotopec. Fuck. The little cat dog man. The little cat dog man. Yeah, everybody knows what you're t- I don't know who you're talking about, but I'm sure. There was, a, I think, the most recent one, a dude named Walrus, spelled W-A-L-L-R-U-S, lost his mask. That's kind that's of like. That's great. That, that's like. And then it turned out he was a real walrus under there. You know, it's like it's for people where it's going to be like a big fucking deal to lose your mask here, even, and it might not be for someone else. Like, like Solarian losing his mask here, but uh, the Patino, well, yeah, I mean, well, and, so and that's a career the thing, match, right? For that guy. 
we're at a point here, that, uh, October of 18, Aramis is a fucking rising star, whether he should be or not. He is a he is a growing star, and he's going to be getting booked in fucking PWG within a few months, or if he hasn't already, right? Like, he's getting making waves in America. I think he's getting some, he's getting AAA bookings a little later yeah. than this, right? Or maybe he already is. Um, I think he might have been, I think he was booked in AAA, but I might be wrong. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I, I don't personally. I don't really like the guy. Um, I think he's very good. I think he's very good, but you know, I, he's got. Okay. So he's got. He's good at what he does. It's just he does other stuff that he shouldn't do. Um, we'll talk about it. So the Eterno uh, putting up his beautiful spiked, uh, like sort of Yankee style. You know, Yankee like the yeah. Japanese punk culture. It's kind of what his look reminded me of. Uh, but then he got in the ring and I saw it. He had him more. It was like a. I don't know. It's like a. Tra- it's like a double-breasted trench coat. That he's wearing, um, it's a very it, with spikes on it. You know, it's a very fucking specific look, and I'm sure he's going for something, and I don't know what it is. Um, but it's it's cool. You know, Eterno seems cool. He seems big with the crowd there. People are like gathered around him. It looks jovial. Like people are like trying to hang out with him and take selfies. Um, and then, oh no, what's this? Oh, it's Aramis, who apparently was already in the ring. I don't think I'd seen him because I didn't expect this to happen when I turned the file on. Every one of these files is like you turn it on and somebody's doing a tope within a second. Or or they're or punching each other in the yeah. face, which is a good that's a good way for wrestling to be. Um, yes, and so he does. He's like surrounded by all these people. He does a tope suicida and into Eterno, and like half a dozen members of the crowd fall down with him, and then he does it again and like knocks down even more people, <laughs> which is cool. I mean, I'm like out the gate. I'm like, all right, maybe he's going for it, you know? Because I do I do like Aramis, but I also kind of hate him because I. I don't know. He's a fucking skinny loser, and his his strikes are shit. Um, but his like high flying is some of the most incredible stuff you've ever seen. I mean, he's like a, he's like a twenty year old dipshit. You know, it's you can it's have good like, strikes at twenty. Yeah, but he's but but not if you're twenty year old dipshit. It's a little harder. I don't know about that. I don't know. Um, so they go for the pin on the ground pretty early after the. I think he goes for it after the second tope, and it, you know, referee counts. I'm like, oh, false count anywhere. This is interesting, because uh, false count anywhere in a two out of three false setting is very different. Um, Eterno has his uh, cool spiked double breasted trench coat on still when he goes in, and he gets the first fall with a. He counters a springboard Rana power into a power bomb and a Styles Clash, uh, and he's wearing a coat. He's wearing a double-breasted spiked jacket. Yeah, he'd, he'd taken off his, like, oh, fucking electroshock mask. Yeah, yeah, he looks great. He looks great. Um, and then he really gives it to him in the beginning of the second fall, which is pretty normal, you know, how these things work. With two out of three falls, the heel takes the first fall and then beats you up for a little bit. And then, oh, no, sudden comeback. And then the second fall is also short. And then the most yeah. of the matches in the third. And I thought we were we were close to subverting that. I thought we were maybe going to do a long second fall. Um, but then Aramis hits a three times around deja vu head scissors, which I've, I think I've only ever seen a backyard to do that. I don't think, I think I've seen Anarchy Andy, uh, also known as Andy Harner. This is pro wrestling Unbreakable name. Andy. Unbreakable yeah. Andy. Yeah. I think I've only ever seen him do that. Uh, maybe Dave Maynard, another backyarder. Um, uh, he hits the three times around deja vu, sends a Terno to the floor through the ropes and then follows that with this insanely like high velocity dive bomb sort of rana um yeah it d- jumps from the top eterno standing on the floor and he jumps and just sort of like puts his feet out and prays and then when he makes contact he swings his head back Th- it's a crazy spot that is the the 
the velocity he's coming at him with and just like the amount of torque he's got to have and the amount of cooperation and timing they've got to had so have so nobody i've seen people get fucked up on those i've seen the the person doing that rana get fucked up a number of times because it's a fairly common like dragon lee does it like he'll do like a pescado version like jumping over the ropes right yeah. Or no, he'll he'll do it just yeah he wait no he he doesn't dip he does he does something else entirely he does it no hands and then the guy takes a bump off the apron or some shit he does it yeah. ex- extra extra but shit like that like people get fucked up on those and they nail it pretty perfect and uh i don't he pins him in the dirt with something yeah uh fucking sunset flip or something um so they they tie it a, they're tied at a uh, one fall apiece and they are already covered in dirt um, which is great. That's kind of the thing is that's the thing you get here that you don't get anywhere else because there are other really fucking crazy venues. You know, there is like people, people at, uh, uh, uh De people in zona 23, they usually don't look quite this dirty because the dirt there is like, I don't know, maybe it's closer to mud. I don't know. Like they're hanging out on cars and shit. The dirt yeah. here has a way of sticking to a sweaty luchador's body in a, very specific and like grimy way like it it fe- absolutely it absolutely. feels really gross doesn't it like and Terno looks like shit like <laughs> you, yeah like every time like aramas keeps hitting him with a chair and the dirt keeps flying off of his body like you know just pulsating from him from his his aura um his dirty aura um yeah the aura of a man who would have that mohawk yeah yeah he looks great i, I think he looks great um, oh, he looks great, but he he looks like he looks like an asshole, but a cool asshole. Yeah, it's like the, it, it's you know the thing about a hair match is it's got to be like a it's got to be great hair or like a guy or hair that a guy like you just fucking hate. Yeah, and you're like so that guy's seems... real proud of his hair, like like a Sam Adonis or Matt Taven losing right. their terrible hair. That's it's real it fun. Seems like... This guy has both hair that you just like fuck that guy. I want his fucking hair. He's so proud of his fucking hair, and then you're right. like, but that hair is also really sick. It seems like hair that is worth putting your mask on the line for. That's the whole point, yeah. right? That's why it always kind of seems like, oh, he's putting up his hair. I'm putting up my mask. It seems like a little, like a not a really fair trade. But hair like this, that's worth a mask. Um, yes, although I knew, absolutely. you know, just Aramis is a rising star, like I said. I, I And also, even, I mean, obviously, I've seen Aramis matches uh, since this, and I know he has his mask still and i've also seen uh eterno well i don't think i've actually watched him as uh bismo negro jr but it's hard to oh, fit yeah, all yeah, that, that goddamn is, yeah. hair I, I have. in a mask. he he was uh he's a triple mania i forgot that was him yeah he's great yeah he's it's, great it's hard he's to great fit all that this. he's fucking great he's he's a big he's a he's a strong motherfucker you were gonna say hard to fit the hair in the mask. so i think you could you could just make a yeah do a wotan sort of thing I mean, well, yeah, but but not necessarily if you're Bismo Negro Jr. You could do they could figure. Well, no, yeah, I don't know. Just you don't, have to be well, like. Psychosis but also, Jr. also, just don't do that. Just don't re don't re gimmick these guys. I don't know why AAA has such a fucking hard on for giving guys junior gimmicks and yeah, know. like oh yeah, that you know Bismo, yeah, the guy who, who especially like a guy who died in extremely mysterious circumstances sure. on after a show for you. <laughs> like, yeah, no, no, just stay away from it. Stay away unless unless it's his kid. Sure. Yeah. That, I mean, that's yeah. Yeah. But just if, give it. Just don't don't touch up his one uh Otherwise, yeah. A Terno is a cool guy. He should be a Terno. He's covered in blood. Uh, Aramis does a bad super kick. Why do all these guys have bad super kicks? Um, why like Ricky Marvin is the only one who doesn't have a bad super kick? They both... He's old and he, he's thought about it. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, you so know, they we both just gotta blame on... the Bucks for that. We gotta blame the Bucks on Volador. Right. Never forget to blame Volador for something. All right. So you blame blame the Bucks and Volador. They go up to the top. 
and Aramis um, starts punching him in the head. What do you think about that? What do you think about They're fine. What? They're not great. He's trying to work. It's when he, it's they're when, fucking it's, bad, dude. It's, okay, it's when he's trying to work the cut. That's the thing. He's trying to work the cut. He doesn't know what, how to work the cut. Fu- are you fucking kidding me? He's That's, trying to work the cut. He doesn't know how to work the cut. That's these the are the That's worst the punches that we have ever seen in a match for this show. And you're denying it because you like I'm this not, guy for some reason. I I like this guy for some reason. Okay, all right. You're gonna go off on the Orin fight thing on me now, aren't you? Um, no, no, no. I, this is very different because I think no, this guy is so much better than Orin fight. But those punches are fucking terrible. He doesn't know how to do. work a cut. He doesn't know how to work a cut. He's trying to work a cut. Doesn't know. He's no idea what he's doing though. Well, maybe if he could springboard into it, it fucking do See, a flip. See, if he's sick, he should do a springboard Tom... fucking Superman punch into a cut. <laughs> Who was the guy who was like uh, it dive? Was it Rip Rogers or something? The the dive post where it was you know what I'm talking about? Uh maybe. slash dive feeling okay. Uh people will know what I'm talking about. Uh Rip Rogers. Is that a wrestler from Portland? That's a, that's a man, yeah. Okay, all right. Uh <laughs> sounds like a bitch. Um so it, it, uh he he gets him in a tree of woe after these shitty punches. He does a little low super kick while he's in the tree of woe and it doesn't connect at all. Like what in the world? I was like, what the f- Did you miss these parts? Did you fall asleep in this middle part of this fucking match? Um, Aterna goes back on offense, and thank fucking God, because he, he just flattens him with a tope, uh, which lands like perpendicular and like a, a splash almost. Goes up to the top, hits a big crossbody plancha to the dirt, just fucking him up. Um, and that gets two, and the, the, the two out of three falls, false count anywhere, is actually something I don't think I've ever really seen. I'm not, I mean, I'm sure it's happened. I'm sure I've seen it somewhere, but it, it really makes it so, oh yeah, a crossbody plancha. Yeah. That could finish a match that could finish. Yeah. That could absolutely finish the second fall. I mean, we're in the third fall now, but like, that's a good second fall finish, you know? Um, finally, Eterno starts to rip Aramis mask open and I hope he kills him. Um, he, he grabs some kind of accessory. It's like a spiked necklace, or yeah. bracelet, something that something that he wore in, you know, one of his little things. Um, he stabs him with that, you know, stab, 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 stab. The commentator says spikes in English at some point around here, and I was like, oh, he said, yeah, that's the language I speak. Um, I have a note here that just says bleed Aramis and learn how to punch you little skinny bitch, and that's the whole bullet point there. Um, and but then I, you know, just when I thought I was out. He pulls me back in. Aramis does this top rope springboard flipping dive. Goes so far into the audience. They land in like an old man's lap, literally in the third row. Crowd loves Aramis. Hey, maybe I do too. He doesn't seem like their type. Probably not my type. Maybe Eterno's a good heel. Maybe they like him. Maybe I'm wrong about Aramis. Right? Maybe? Yeah. We're going to come at me with here. All right. All right. Well, I'll get there. Uh (laughs) Yeah, a Aterno ter- grabs a schoolboy in the dirt for two, which is one of the coolest things you could possibly do. Absolutely. Somebody is schoolboy in the dirt. Then he does another really cool thing, which is where he deadlifts him from the schoolboy position, does a schoolboy power bomb into some chairs. The crowd runs away because they don't want to get dirty or whatever. Um, Aramis hits a big Rana for the for, for two in the dirt. Good Rana. This man's got good Ranas. Let me tell you about let me tell you about Aramis's uh Hurricane Rana, his Frankensteiner. Very good. These guys are doing like regular lucha near falls, but in the dirt, which is very funny, like genuinely very funny and unique, right? Yeah. They're doing your normal, they're doing fucking dandy versus Negro Casas 92 shit in the dirt. That's cool. Only at Coca Cola you get that. Do you know where Aramis loses me again? 
Tell me. Do you remember? Okay. Uh, well, he hits uh, Dolph Ziggler's finish for two. The Ziggle, the Ziggle Nader, the the, the, <laughs> the Dol- zigzag, the Dolph bomb, I believe it's called. <laughs> zigzag, no, the zigzag, zigzag the zigzag finish. That's the zigzag. He did the zigzag. Zigzag's a totally fine finish. Just a neck breaker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You it's mean it's, it, you know what it is? It's a leaping Russian leg sweep where you don't have the leg sweeping. <laughs> it's literally pretty, yeah. You know you do. Think the about it. Lands on his fucking neck. It's it's cool. Mm. You should land. Mm. We'll do a poll. We'll take a poll. Is the zigzag? Is the Dolph bomb a good move? You're so fucked up for this. <laughs> <laughs> this no, is the yeah, most I've ever disagreed with you on anything. Um, but yeah, so they do big near falls. If you want to take over the fuck, I mean, look, if, if you think I'm doing it dirty, you can. No, no, no. Let, you keep going. All I right. think it's doing. I think it's fine. All right, all right. There's some big near falls. Follow this. Uh, Tarano hits the Canadian destroyer backflip pile driver or whatever flipping uh, flipping DDT. Yeah, it's like a it's like a Canadian destroyer, but instead of a pile driver, it's a DDT. I think Jimmy Lloyd does that move. Yeah, but you know, yeah. I, you know, of course, I've seen do that move. Uh, who's Hiromu. That? Hiromu. Okay, well, you he know, Hiromu'd him. Yeah, he. <laughs> yeah, they, there's a there's a Hiromu in another match that was really it was a Ricky Marvin. It was the worst move of the match, and I just I, I was gonna write down he did a bad Hiromu, and I was like, I you know what, I'm gonna just leave this off my notes. Um, but yeah, he. So this is uh, yeah, the the flipping DDT. That's really stupid. I, he does it better than Jimmy Lloyd, which is, I mean, you know. Who could have guessed? <laughs> hey, Jim, Jimmy Lloyd has had a moment, and uh, he is slipping wildly out of that moment. You shouldn't peak at nineteen. That's just not good for you. Um, so what? What? All right. So Aramis does the last like cool thing uh, that he does in the match here, which is um, he does like a sideways headbutt. They're both on the top rope and they're struggling, and he does like a side. He like lean cocks his head to the left and whips it to the right. I just did it and I got like nauseous and I burped a little bit. Sorry about that. Um, I was trying to mime it and I made myself a little dizzy, um, but that's very cool. And then he does this big top rope Rana, right? Cool. Yeah. Well executed. Then he grabs this submission. That's like, you know, I don't even know what's it's two arms trapped, pulling him back, fucking stretching the back. And he's got a leg free. So he starts stomping a tear in his head while he's got it locked on. Right. This is great. Uh, Eric Ryan, you know, there's all kind of guys, uh, uh, Daniel Bryan, like there's lots of guys who will do a, a submission. They'll be able to have themselves positioned so they can also stomp the guy's head while they're in it. Right. Yeah. Shittiest fucking stomps I've ever seen. Just garbage. Just fucking garbage stomps. Eterno gets out because Aramis can't stop for shit. And Eterno just stands up, slaps him in the face, straight up slaps him in the face like a bitch. And, 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 and just it, like, I don't know how much of this was just like, you should stop me harder. Or if this was just the plan, either way, this is some big time shit. Eterno makes him look like a fucking bitch. Um, they go back and forth with some work rate shit and like a double clothesline. And I'm fucking, I don't give a shit at this point. Um, I don't even know what the finish is. Sucked. Good match up until the Dolph Ziggler move though. Materno has a, an awesome pop-up fucking uh, DVD. That's really nice. Yeah, yeah. No, Eterno's good, good. Yeah, he's great in this match. He made you He made you think Aramis was good. Aramis is good. He's just... He doesn't know what he's doing in this kind of match. There's but a moment... A, but I think that they're going to call Sayo Calcaco is a spot for someone to become a star, and this is someone learning how to become a fucking star. Yeah, He's not sure. there yet. He ain't there yet. I'm not denying... I'm I not denying that, that he's... That, that he, I'm not saying he's there yet, but he's... 
you know? This is important. This is an important fucking match. Sure. And he, he looks gotta... like a star and he gets over. And that, you know, what, who, I'm, I'm just expressing personal opinion here. I, you know, if he's got to learn how to work the cup better. He's got to learn. He's got to learn a lot about it. A lot. A lot. He's, he does a nice casita. He's, he's trying stuff. He's trying stuff. Yeah. He yeah. doesn't. He's good. Listen, listen, he wears it very well. To quote Andy Serkis and uh, 24 Hour Party People, he wears it very well. You know, you got to fucking, you got to, you know, this is, you know, we love this venue because just, you know. Yeah, no, and I don't, fucking, I'm not, I'm not, so yes, good narrative because I don't want to end this on a negative note. The remotes uh, weren't fucking hitting at, hitting at all cylinders in 1974 in <laughs> and fucking CBGBs. I mean, I don't know. It's a fucking punk scene. Yeah, sure, sure. I mean, that, yeah, that's a good, that's a good analogy for, for indie lucha in the fucking YouTube age. I think that makes sense with you, with Zona out there and this kind of shit. Um. Yeah, no, I, I, there's there's other good. I, I'm obviously doing a bit here. Um, this this is a very good match. Um, I don't think Aramis is good. Um, I think Eterno elevates him. I'm gonna stop. I'm so, I'm sorry. Aramis is fine. Uh, I think he's not very good in this match. He's been very good in other matches I've seen him in. I like him in uh, Dragon Bane's fucking ten minute spot fest in IWRG so much, so much. Love that shit. Um. I don't know. I don't know. But Eterno is awesome. Uh, he gets his uh, haircut. I don't know. I, lo- I love the shit for the most part right up to the part. Like, honestly, the Ziggler. Um, and I, that wasn't I w- that wasn't a conscious turning point. I was already – my notes are already, like, getting progressively negative. Um, and I don't even dislike Dolph Ziggler that much. I think it's a bad move. I like Dolph Ziggler versus Alberto Del Rio, the concussion match. I fucking love that match. I love Dolph, Dolph Ziggler versus Loki Caval. You know, like, I like Dolph versus fucking Daniel Bryan, one of his last matches before his head exploded or whatever the fuck happened. Yeah, there. that's a great, that's a really just, great match. I like Dolph Ziggler. I just, that, 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 something about that moment, and it was just so bad, and I was like, where have I, I had to think, where have I seen that move? I hate that move. Where have I seen that move? And I had to think about it. And I was like, is it The Miz? No. <laughs> I don't know. Right after that. Dolph Ziggler versus The Miz. Always good. Yeah. Actually, you're not even fucking doing a bit. This is a no bits podcast, and that's not a bit. You're being absolutely truthful. Those guys have good matches together, or have yes, they yes. have they've had bad ones too. Um, but uh, I, don't know. I mean, 2014 and 2016, both uh, good feuds. Okay, so, I don't I, know. I don't fucking I don't watch WWE yeah, anymore. But, but it, was, it, was, it, it was so good in 2014 until uh, that guy's you know brain exploded, um, and then they broke up the Shield, and then I don't know Triple H. It's, it's so bad. It's so plan. fucking. <laughs> that is that you know, 2014 is actually mo- probably the most depressing year to watch WWE because of how strong it started or well the ups and downs I should say anyways it um, starts really well and then well, it's, uh, it starts with Daniel Bryan in the Wyatt family which is very stupid but they immediately fix that so then uh. he's not even in the rumble god okay no we'll do, we'll do that podcast one day <laughs> um I don't that know. Wyatt, the, that Bray Wyatt match is, real, is is great, though. It's the fucking best. Bray Wyatt versus Daniel Bryan, Royal Rumble 2014. Check it out, folks, if you haven't. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Wrong guy probably won this uh, in my mind because I don't like Aramis that much. But uh, obviously, that's ridiculous because he's going to be a star as a Technico and he needs his mask to be put on the line. So, clearly, the right guy won because Eterno is a cool fucking guy. He cuts a cool sounding promo after the match, fucking close up in the in the camera he has a very interesting face then he takes some bloody selfies with fans like before getting his haircut and then there's this little guy who comes in do you know who this was no i'm not sure there's like a little brother or a cousin or some friend of his comes in and gets his haircut too 
they get their hair cut together, and Eterno says gracias and hugs him. Eterno's a cool fucking dude. And Ar- kicks ass. He's a cool fucking dude. Eterno's like a real one, and Aramis is a skinny wiener. <laughs> but he can he do did, a flip. He did not upgrade his skinny wiener status from that data mismatch now, did he, to you? Oh, yeah. No. No, I. you know what? I'll be honest, when I watched those two guys come in to help Iron Kid, I didn't even know one of them was Aramis. I was, I said it earlier, I was like, oh yeah, I thought that, I didn't fucking know who the fuck that was. <laughs> I don't know. Just some skinny wiener. Some fucking loser. I don't know. He's good. He's fine. He's fine. He's much better than Orin Fight. That's the Orin Fight's Orin Fight's good. You're just, uh-huh. just uh-huh. hating. Alright, well. We'll see. Well, I, well, I, mean, I rewatched hey. the damn sixty minute Iron Man match. I don't know. I, I don't know. Warren fight's good in that match, dude. He's good. Yeah, they're it's both. They're, they're both good in it. They're both. That's one of. That's one of his best matches. He's really bad in a lot of other matches. Um, no, I, I, I don't want to. I, I feel like I've done a bad thing here. No. So yes, they build Aramis as uh, a star. This is a triumphant win, and it's a triumphant, you know, giving up of the hair, and it's great. It's all great. Um. It is an important venue where exciting things can happen and uh, and just dirty shit. And it's like there's there's plenty of good venues. We all know we talked about twenty three hundred and you know fucking you talked about the House of Hardcore and uh, Ian's old building, the fucking yeah uh, the Reseda uh, venue that PWG ran. There's there's a there's a, a million fucking you know Cork and Hall. Imagine if Cork and Hall was like in danger of shutting down. You'd give ten bucks, you know. Yeah, fuck, give talk. twenty. That, would, that shit would suck. Yeah, so I don't know uh, if if this has compelled you in any way to watch the matches, watch the matches, and if the matches compel you in any way to give, I don't know if you, I don't know if there's a minimum you can give. Uh, I always gave six dollars and sixty six cents to any like political candidates I liked, and that way I'd get a funny email from Bernie Sanders that says, "Robert, your six dollars and sixty six cents could go a very long way to helping the you know <laughs> Amy McGrath and <laughs> whatever the fuck he was shilling at the end there, uh, at the end of his life." The end of all our lives. Death to America. Yeah, we're all dead. Death uh, to America. I like seeing someone who has a social security number that has a six 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 consecutively in it. Hell yeah! It's always weird. Like, I always want to bring it up, but I'm like, don't talk about people's social security numbers like that. Yeah, and also don't talk about Satan. People don't like Satan. I don't know. I don't know. No, why. hell no. People. It's cool. yeah. No, people don't want to hear about. Satan. It's like, yeah, yeah, that sick satanic social security number, my friend. Yeah. They're like, I'm not your friend, guy. I'm like, oh. Oh my god! You don't even know that. You don't know that. Sometimes they don't know. I'm a, sometimes sure. they they're like, yeah, she, and I'm like, yes, yes. But they don't they don't know that. It's, I'm not supposed to be that. That when I'm there, oh yeah. It's tough in public. It's tough. I know. I'm... Masks are fucking kick ass, though. I, I gotta say. Oh sure, sure. God, and consider that that rocks. I I hope you are uh, having an easy go of it. <laughs> I'm trying to. You know? Here's the thing. What do you have? Okay, if you do you eat at work? Ah, uh, fucking very privately. Exactly. I just turn and that's, like, that's I some pre- water or something. I turn my fucking head and I put the water bottle in my mouth and I'm like, nope. Took, took my mask down for like five seconds. And then all right, I can't. <laughs> like, my manager COVID, was just was eating so... from fucking eating from some shit from fucking McDonald's a couple like a couple weeks ago. Oh, she had mask down. I'm like, what the fuck, man? People are what the fucking. What the fuck are you slobs. doing, Stacy? But even before, even before the pandemic, I was like a secretive, like private eater, just because I'm embarrassed. I don't know. I'm a fucking child, or I don't know. I'm a dumbass. Um, but you know, yeah, I 
what I deal with now is that the mask makes my beard look like shit, and I fucking uh, I'm like super fucking vain. I touch my hair more than any woman I've ever met. Like, I you know, so I I am super hyper aware of my beard. Have you considered like shit. trimming the beard at all? I'm sorry, you broke up a little bit there. <laughs> yeah, that's a good bit. That, that bit works. It, it, yeah, it, it, it still works. All fun. right, uh, rate and review. Do all the things. Give money uh, to fucking uh, donadora.org Brett slash... Bauer, a friend of the show, Jared Goldberg. If you do, uh, right. tell him, and he'll fucking write up a match of your choice. He's any great writer. Any any if you send if you make a donation and send proof to at wrestling bubble Jared Goldberg, friend of the show, past and former guest. Um, he will do a review on segundacaeda.blogspot.com, the blog that he is, I guess, now an official member of. Um, and it will be any match that you choose, which means, uh, I believe Kevin, uh, I don't, what's his fucking at name now from the Bad Wrestling Podcast? I'm, uh, Johnny Blackcraft. Johnny, whatever. Uh, <laughs> Johnny Ke- Blackcraft makes me laugh. I, I think it was Kevin. Actually... It was either Kevin or Smoldoink who was just like, yeah, you have to review Osprey versus Jimmy Havoc, the hour long two out of three falls match. Frabo is special guest referee. Yeah, so if you want to do something like that to a friend of the show, past uh, and future guest J.R. Goldberg, then I, I gave guest. him Billy Gunn. I, I gave him Bark Gunn versus uh, Bob Holly, you know, because I'm a fucking real one. Yeah, you're a good person. Kevin is a piece of shit, and I don't even know. If, <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even know if that's who gave it. Even if it's not, I stand by it. <laughs> yeah. So shouts out to all, all our friends of the Bad Wrestling Podcast. And... Shouts out to Athlot Jughead because she's dead. Oh, okay. I hope not. She, she don't know. So, Sally will will come around, but she's just all like, she's pouty because they took her count down for oh, for, did they? for, for oh. porn infractions. Oh god, too much okay. damn, too much damn uh, copyright on porn. That's weird. Porn well, betraying hear... her, I think, is you know one of the gr- most sickening betrayals I've ever seen. Frankly, yeah, top ten betrayal. top ten porno betrayals for sure. Um, like and subscribe, rate and review, give money to. Arena Coliseo Coacalco. Link is in the show nuts. <laughs> show nuts. Yeah, the show copy nuts. Thank you for listening. Death to America. Death to America. And uh, I, I guess know. we just cut it there. <laughs> yeah, I don't fucking have anything else to say. And as always, and that's the end of the show. Yeah.